0: Welcome to the Computer Game Show. I am Sean Bell, and I'm joined by Matthew Murray. Hello. And James Farley. Hello. Right, quick health check. I'm recovering. Matt, you're dying, right? I'm
1: slowly dying, yeah. I was... I've mostly been fine for a long time. I haven't got what's yeah. going around, and then last weekend it sort of hit me in the arse. So you I'm don't here. strike me as uh, as a man that gets ill very often. No, I, I, seem I don't. Quite it's just really annoying when I do because also when I'm ill, all I want to do is sleep. That's I could just <laughs> I, and when I am ill and I do, I do, I do force myself take a day off work. I just sleep for mm. the entire day. Um, so it's, it's a waste, isn't it? it? Feels like a waste of a
0: could, have be, could be a quality. I think mentioned day off.
1: this on the show before. But I'm always like jealous of people, and they're like, "Oh, I'm ill today," so I'm like watching films, playing games. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds. We've definitely covered this before, but that sounds amazing. I literally <laughs> just, if I'm ill, that's me. I'm literally just asleep for the whole, yeah. the whole day. Yeah, exactly. Um, James, bro. are you?
0: Uh, how, how are you doing? I- I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. hunky Dory. Physical. Yeah.
1: condition. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, feedback then. Okay, first with feedback. Dean emailed in, loving the podcast, even without the main one. But who the Dean did the audio editing this week? Sean sure sounds like he has Tourette with random, very loud audio clippings. Audacity literally levels the volume for you. Sort your shit out, lads. Uh, cheers for the weekly entertainment and keeping the podcast world class in Dave's absence. Yeah, that was very much me.
0: Uh, well, I, right, because I, because um, I had a few messages about this off people as well, but then I, like I, I loaded it up and I skimmed through it
1: and it seemed fine. Did you do a sneaky re-upload or no? No, so no. I mean this is this is very like you know uh, inside inside baseball. I think is what they call it. But no, so 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 like Sean sends me his like file in like in, in, in a web with all like what like the noise taken out basically. And what I often then do is I put them all through level later, but I just didn't because I guess I was tired oh, okay. or I forgot. And but even when I had well I had yours and I still I still haven't twigged about levelling. I just thought I was like, mm-hmm. well, Sean's is like very quiet at some points, very loud others. I, <laughs> I clear, I just didn't even twig. Anyway, that I first thought, well, it's not like Sean to you know have a weird sound quality. He's been doing this mm. for years. He knows what he's doing. So I was like, I don't know. I'll just keep going. So that that was on me. I imagine I imagine it's a lack of <laughs> levelling. It will be perfect yeah. this week. Uh, I, I I swear to God. Uh, uh, James was was amazing as ever. So well done, James. Thank you. I, I mean, explain, well, I James. don't listen, so I don't know if it's alright or not. I guess <laughs> you don't is. listen all. No, I don't. <coughs> well, what I, what I do is I like um put like I basically like quickly top and tail it on like Monday after the pot, and then on Tuesday mm-hmm. on the way to work, and during during the day, I listen to it. In case there's anything I need to take out, any slurs, et cetera. Mm. And Tuesday morning on the way to work, it's basically almost like therapy now. Therapy. I'm like, <laughs> listen to it. I'm like, ha- I have to pause it a lot when I, when I start talking. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like cringing in my car. <laughs> like, I just... I have, some, some of us, I like, have to go for like 15, 20 seconds. I have to almost have like deep breaths. I'm like, okay, just... And press play. It's, it's horrific. That's the thing. I, d- Why I, don't, mean, you- I mean, I, I just... Think I mean I quite like it when it's like
2: the end of Monday evening and I'm just like okay I'm done with this now I haven't got to it's done we've recorded it I haven't got to think about it anymore and I don't want to listen back to it it's uh, you know
0: and I think like if anyone had dropped any serious clangers we'd all be like look should we take out the bit where James was racist or whatever. Um, steady on Sean I don't, I don't think th-
1: <laughs> like point is Matt if you had said anything really stupid we would tell you yeah um, but I, so I, I, I do listen to it back just so I can say okay, how can I improve what was I rubbish at that time but yeah, yeah. The, the, the Tuesday morning in the cars is not a happy place I was like oh <laughs> come on just anyway <laughs> well i'm listening to okay. this again tuesday morning <laughs> hello tuesday morning matt um right anyway seventh apex in the latest episode james said that ea doesn't need a hit this is after me uh saying that ea desperately does need a hit uh and you might be right but take a look at the stock price in the last six months that doesn't look good at all they do they need to do something for sure uh and they put in brackets although it looks like apex legends could be it have you got something about this in the news james I have, yeah. I've got some, we've got lots of Apex
2: Legends stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's all true, but the way you were saying it was like, it was, you were like kind of making out that EA was on its last legs and it was it was about to collapse. <laughs>
1: you know, and it was I, like, they've got to have I, a I, hit. They've got to I never said that. I just said that they need a hit. And like you said, okay, you mean like critically and uh, and tour financially? And I said, yes, definitely, but they need a hit. And uh, they, they don't know, need like a Apex hit. Legends. <laughs> has, They're not going <laughs> to go anywhere, are they? It doesn't matter if their share price is down, it'll be fine. No, it wasn't about that. I just said they—they need something that's going to be a critical smash, and so they can say, "Okay, look, we've actually done something," rather than. Look, you know, as
0: we're going to find <laughs> out
1: from the news, I don't think it matters. I
0: was going to say, shall we, we
1: get you know, to the news? We'll, oh, sorry, we'll yeah. get to this when we do the news. Well, only. yeah, we'll come back to this. <laughs> yeah. uh, Athene yeah. Allen uh, has tweeted in about uh, the Epic store, which you mentioned last week. Hi, lads. Mm. Just a note on the Steam slash Epic thing. I'm just one person, but my bugbear with it is how, until this point, no store has had exclusive third-party games. You've got Origin and Battle.net and have... S- Publish the specific games, but Epic are also poaching games like Metro, Hades, and other indie stuff which previously would have been available across Humble, GOG, etc. Notably, this limits competition as Epic don't offer keys to sell as yet, so there's no hunting for the best deal. You basically buy it from Epic or you fuck off. Considering the P has been a very open platform and Steam had enabled that with its free distribution of keys to sell elsewhere, this is a massive step backwards. A console like exclusive model and it sucks. Yeah, I just got a point. Yeah, I didn't um, really think about it that, that way. Yeah, because epic game, you know, epic game store keys elsewhere, like like you know, yeah, just like she's mentioned.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and like, you know, because obviously I was saying um that like basically any sort of stiff competition for Steam is a good thing, but it's only a good thing if it's doing things that make Steam buckets ideas up and actually, you know, address the issues that people have with it. Just nabbing exclusive games left, right, and center isn't really something Steam can do anything about other than try and do the same. Well, they will do the is, same, right? There, well, exactly, yeah, worse. which would just be more yeah. annoying. It's not necessarily convincing them to create a better platform, it's just, yeah, it's just exclusivity wars, which, as a thing notes, is just a, yeah, that sort of getting into the console mentality. So. And it's not really about like better
2: platforms as such, is mm. it? It's really just about the cut that developers are getting. That's why people are yeah. looking at going to Epic, is because yeah. because of that. But, mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, also it's a, it's a, such a new platform. I mean, I heard this week that they haven't even got a community section because, um, and this isn't a yeah. news; it's probably not big enough. But did you hear about the Axiom Verge stuff? Oh. oh my god, this was so hilarious! Axiom yes. Verge is like—is it now <laughs> exclusive to Epic Game Store? Uh, no, I think it's just on there as well. I think it might be there as part of their like their free games or free monthly games, whatever okay. they do, and basically. Um, Basically, people were finding out that at the start of the third section or third area, it was crashing and something was going horribly wrong. And basically, what happened is uh, the uh, dev he didn't want any like Steam DL uh, Steam like drivers and DLLs to be Mm -hmm. to go over in the Epic sort of package as it were so he just basically did a find and replace for everything that mentioned the word steam and that, that and that removed some sound files for like um for something involving steam and for the, the third level and it just kept crashing the game because at yeah. first when that story broke it was like oh my god you know it was steam steam have been crafty and they've removed stuff just to screw over epic but actually it's just a just a developer saying yeah that, that was on me i just did a yeah, because re- yeah, news was
0: either like, "Oh, it's an intentional thing," or it's like, "Oh, how ironic that Steam, you know, a Steam sound effect has broken it." Yeah, yeah and then the dev just tweeted like, "Oh yeah, no, sorry, that was just me, <laughs> just yeah, under control accidentally." And, and, and then people saying the <laughs> ironic
1: thing actually is that that was all discovered on Steam in the community section <laughs> because obviously Epic Store doesn't have one. No. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but it's a funny old story because at first I was like, mm. "Oh, it's cheeky," but it's just the old find, <laughs> find and replace. Um, yep. uh, we also talked last week about the Wii Shop, uh, Wii Shop channel being turned off Alex79UK mm. comes in with a, a point which I totally hadn't realised but it's well worth talking about worst thing about the Wii Shop channel turning off is that they're also stopping the Netflix service okay. our Wii now, has basically been a Netflix box in the kids bedroom for years and they ain't going to be happy that they can no longer binge on Peppa Pig while playing with their Lego
2: now I've got questions about this because I thought uh, that that had been shut down ages ago like I didn't know it was still working on because you know they've like switched hmm. it. They're switching it off very soon on 360. And really? Yeah. They, yeah. They. They. The BBC. Like I mean, the BBC do this with iPlayer. Like they. They've been off. Um. Hmm. You know, like older ones all the time. I didn't know if Netflix had already done this, but surely this doesn't matter anyway. Does it? Will still work presumably. Like it just means you won't be able to download it again.
1: Well, they, 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 they're, there. they're From what you're saying, it. you saying, sounds I mean, like they're
0: stopping it. Yeah. Um, I, mean, are they I don't know if it's an, it an issue of allowing,
1: like, are they stopping the functionality of the app working, or are they just. It's limiting the ability to download the app. It depends, isn't it? Because it depends on if it connects directly just to Netflix or whether it
2: goes through the Wii Shop channel every time that you load the app. I've no idea. Yeah. But, um,
1: but there's that if, logic. Computer can on will Twitter stop. if you want to. Nice. <laughs> if somebody um, knows, I, mean, be I, good.
0: I can see the logic, like from Netflix's point of view, as shitty as it is. Because at the end of the day, if they're like, well, if you're using a device that they can no longer update the app on, then that starts leaving it open to security issues or God knows what else. Therefore, it's easier for them to just pull support for it, right? Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand how they would do that remotely. Unless Netflix can identify what device you're using and then just shut it off. Well, I, I just
1: found a news story here. Basically, this e- okay. Netflix has emailed customers and posted a notice warning that Nintendo will suspend Netflix and other streaming services on the Wii after January 31st, 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, so, N- totally so it's happened.
0: Nintendo's decision.
1: Well, That's no, insane. Um, yeah. 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 So Netflix actually emailed saying it was Nintendo's uh, no, the, the suggestion. just so. It's a, it's a shame, and also it's like with the 360, there's like you know 80 plus million of them sold. That is a perfect little Netflix machine. It's
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I you mean, can buy you can buy like just a like a Roku stick or whatever. Can't I was going to say 20 quid like a, 20, yeah, quid yeah, like a now. basic Chromecast or whatever that would that would sort yeah. you right out.
2: Um, a yeah. lot of TVs even have it like built in and stuff now, don't they? It's yeah. Know, I mean, it doesn't help yeah. in this case because obviously this is going to like another like bedroom or whatever. But <clears> you yeah, you know, you just get like a 20 quid stick or something that's got it on it.
1: Yeah. Uh, also alex 79 uk if you're listening uh amazon prime amazon video is great for kid stuff and if you've got amazon yeah. prime anyway give us a free sub but also is loads of kid stuff on it uh, i say that i
0: did clock the other
1: day because we use
0: iplayer for hey Dougie marathons um and everything all the episodes are like have got like leaving soon on them at the moment so i'm having a panic attack because netflix has only got series one
1: I am uh, shitting it. uh, um, Amazon Video does have some of that stuff, but I'm not sure how much. Yeah. Okay. I'll have a look. Um, uh, Elodie, I was quite proud of her the other day. She did her first accidental purchase on Amazon Amazon Video. It was only like a two-pound... Oh, I can't like, remember the name of the you show. You got all
2: that stuff locked down. Well, <laughs> I,
1: I just, I, I haven't because I've just thought I've just, ne- I've just never thought it was actually needed. But now I'm going to yeah. do it. And then I don't I know, trust it, like... my kids to do anything with that stuff. It's just I immediately <laughs> locked it all off. I mean, like my
2: daughter uses like an iPad, which doesn't, which barely does anything. You know, apart from <laughs> I just let her do. I'm not, you know, no Safari. She's like you know, eight no, years old now, right? Yeah, it's. So, <laughs> I'm not letting her have access. No camera access. You know, it's just you know I don't I don't do anything. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, she bought enough. an
1: episode of this program called the bubble guppies or bubble guppies okay. and I was like do you like Elodie's bought something like this is crazy and I was like it can't be that easy and I was like well let's just see and I was like two taps oh I've just bought The Walking Dead <laughs> so yeah it is that easy um, so also I've got Amazing. The Walking Dead episode one that's uh, to, to not watch yeah I need to do it but no anyway, I was quite proud of her doing her first app. <laughs> wait, she said wait, that accidental.
0: when you were t- when you were testing it why didn't you just test it on something you actually sort of wanted
1: yeah oh, well, <laughs> it's just the first thing that was on screen Luckily, I've oh, no, like, accidentally tap, tap, bought
2: the entire Game of Thrones series. It's you
1: know, <laughs> actually this thing. This cost me two quid, which is a bit annoying. Anyway, um, no Ben thing. Cameron um, from the last pod, uh, James said Arthur has probably become my second favorite character ever in the game, and nobody, nobody followed up on who is James's favorite. So, <laughs> well, which so is poor, uh, poor, actually poor on us. Really, we should have done that. Well, I mean, I didn't follow up on it
0: because I was just like, oh well, it's bloody uh, Kiryu, isn't it? Of course it is. It's, yeah. like, it's obvious it was going to be. Yeah. I love that man, Sean. I absolutely <laughs> yeah, love no, it. I know
1: you've considered <laughs> getting his full back tattoo, James. Yeah. I know you love it. <laughs> just, just get the full double dragon back tattoo. Uh, is it two dragons? No,
2: it's just one. It's two uh, yeah. dragons. Dragon yeah. of Dojima, mate. Yeah, yeah. I
0: don't, I don't know how I know these things because I've barely even played one of the games. But here we are. I've talked about them quite a lot, Sean. I know there you maybe that. don't listen, but, you know, it's uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot. Plus, like, you know, uh, any sort of interest in BitSocket will give you a full education in Yakuza, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, uh, yeah that'll do it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've learned enough from James and BitSocket. To, uh, I, I, I yeah. should really play the games, <laughs> but... Um, I was going to surprise you on Christmas and say, James, I've played a bit of that, but I didn't do anything The, the hour
0: that I've played of Yakuza 0 was very good.
1: <laughs> the one, It was just one hour, was it? I think so. I, I don't, don't know, know. Right. Maybe, maybe it was more than that mm. uh, a, lot, a lot of cutscenes it's hard to tell we uh, also well, one last feedback Matthew Moore so when is the Kickstarter for the computer game show trip to mainland China that'd what, be brilliant what what what, what sort of bunts would we need for that to make it good on James uh, for five, for five days in China us? me you Dave and Sean what are you thinking for all four of us 20 um, G's No, um, oh, you wouldn't need that much um. <laughs> okay. well I thought you wanted to have a good time <laughs>
2: For, for that much, you could we could definitely have a very good time. Uh, we can go to... Oh, what was that city? I've forgotten the name of the... class No, Hong No, Kong, say that. no it's, <laughs> <laughs> there, There's a special city in China that's uh, a hotbed of things. Um, a hotbed yeah, of I've, things. special city. Yeah.
1: But I've forgotten the name. I've completely forgotten the name. It's it's just gone. It's okay. Not... We'll do the research before I put a Kickstarter yeah. page live. James, it's are not... you going to take us to Kowloon World City? Is... <laughs> Doesn't exist anymore, I, Sean. I know, I know. But... Ah, <laughs> oh, your Chinese knowledge let you down there, Sean. Unbelievable. <laughs> no,
0: okay. there's, there's a really good episode of Ah uh, fuck. I think it was 99 percent Invisible where they talked about it, and they interviewed um, some guys who worked on Call of Duty because there's a there's a Black Ops level set in Kowloon Wall City, and they talked about how interesting it was having to like recreate it from what you know what
1: remains in terms of photographs and stuff. I've remembered there the goes. name. It was Dongguan. Uh, we should go to Dongguan. Okay. Okay. Okay, but how much are we gonna need to have a good week in Dongran? Uh, Not a huge amount
2: because it's it's. I mean, it's only like a tier tier two, tier three city, so it's quite cheap. It's uh, yeah,
1: fair Uh, enough. Okay. I mean, well, uh, tiers. I want to want to know a bit more about these tiers. I was gonna say. Well, you know, they they classify the cities by like how
2: not advanced they are. Well, yeah, basically by how advanced they are. What sort of facilities and everything they've got so you've got a like, tier one that's like Beijing and Shanghai and places like that tier yeah. two which is places like Hangzhou and places like outside of the cities and then tier three which is like further out but then you've got like what we used to call tier
1: 88 which is like oh, wow. basically like the absolute worst like
2: <laughs> so there's places. nothing. Like,
1: b- b- no, there's no 4 to eighty-seven. it's just straight from 3 to 88 no, no, the 88 was
2: a joke, because it's a... Okay. 88 so like, you know, it's a lucky number, but it's a joke, you know, it's a... Right. It's an expat
1: joke, you had to be there. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I had to be in that country.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that's it for follow-up. If you want to leave us for for follow-up or feedback or any sort of thoughts, uh, it's at computer computergamepod on Twitter. You can email podcast at thecomputergameshow.com
0: Men,
2: James. Yeah, news. So, Apex Legends is doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it-, it is. Do you want... Do you want to know some things about it? Yeah, so, please give, give me some numbers. numbers. Okay, so here's some numbers. In 72 hours, they had over 10 million players, um, which is pretty good. Shit. And yep. they've also gone past the 1 million concurrent players as well, which is quite crazy. And from mm-hmm. March, there's gonna, they're going to introduce Battle Pass, obviously, which is, uh-huh. you know, they're gonna, that's going to be available. And it's going to follow the same system as Fortnite, which obviously makes sense because as matt has already told us like a million times it's like they've kind of defined this haven't they now really like the sort mm. of like but the best sort of strategy and everything so each what it is is they're going to have like, there's going to be a bunch of seasons the first one starts um like uh, in march when it when the battle Pass comes out and it runs until june so they're mm. going to be like three months for each each season and aside from the battle pass, they're going to be adding like other stuff, like there's going to be like new legends, weapons, loot, and all that kind of stuff. And that's it, really. I mean, it's just doing very well. But I'm, there's one thing I'm wondering about with this because mm. it is doing like it's picked up a lot. Does this need to be on mobile though? If it's going to hit like real mainstream, like Fortnite, do you sort of? I, I mean? don't
0: know because how much? I mean, again, this is maybe us being old and out of touch, but to me, it's difficult to imagine the mobile stuff taking up a massive chunk of, like, Fortnite or whatever. I think but... it does, though, so, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they're, they're, they're making
1: the... crazy money with, like, the Battle Pass on mobile. And...
0: Really? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just And, um... yeah,
1: I, I mean, like, I, I have bought Battle Passes on mobile, but I, but, I mean, yeah, because, again, it was cross, like, it was cross-progression across platforms. Right, And yeah. it doesn't cover this <laughs> in this, but they, they said that... Um, they said in, in other uh, reports over the last week or so that crossplay isn't in. It wasn't really like a thing when they started development, but they, they mm-hmm. it is coming. But they've said okay. that cross progression will never happen because uh. of the way this thing is built. Um, so that's, that's what that I mean. want more than crossplay. Exactly. Oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, I. I you know, it playing with people on other platforms is is handy, although I haven't really done it, and playing against mm-hmm. other platforms I don't really care about. But as I said before, it's about cross progression. If I can play on on PS4 but then play on Xbox and I've got all my unlocks, especially with the battle pass and stuff, and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's to go do challenges, which which for me was like the best thing about the Fortnite one is okay you to get like four headshots with this weapon or go mm-hmm. to different parts of the map or do this or do that. That that was what kept me going every 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 day really. Um I don't know if it's to go do that but cross progression for me is the biggest thing, but that isn't gonna happen with this game.
2: Okay. Doesn't this mean also though that this is in I mean this game is going to end up being like having a niche audience basically. Like throughout its lifespan. Now what I mean by that is I don't mean that it's not going to be successful. I mean that it's just going to be limited to consoles and PC or whatever and which means it's not going to like probably get out there in the same way that like Fortnite and
1: PUBG have, if you see what I mean. I mean, I think Fortnite not that's a bad had thing. other. I mean, I don't think the mobile thing definitely helped, and and the cross progression absolutely helped. It felt like it was like the first of its kind to redo really that. But Fortnite was massive and blowing up before that. But the mobile thing just helped. Um,
0: this is the and, thing. And, isn't it? Like it's so
1: yeah. it's so
0: unfair to use Fortnite, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite as the, as the as the yardstick because it's a fucking phenomenon, like. And yet, it's the one to beat, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, this is already trashing PUBG, right? I mean, I never... I know PUBG I does it. fine, but I never hear anyone talking about it
2: anymore. No, PUBG still does very well. Like, okay. as
0: in, there's still a
2: lot of people playing it. I mean, I yeah. imagine, almost certainly, it's still, like, way far out in advance of, of this at the moment. I mean, okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, that it's if it's yeah. going to be, like, limited to this. It's just that, okay... Maybe like you're saying that maybe they don't think this is going you know they're not going for fortnite or whatever, but i'd imagine that e a probably were hoping it would because oh, yeah. you know they i mean it's e a they're definitely yeah. going to be wanting to make as much money as possible, mm-hmm. and you just think you know if it's if it comes out on like as many platforms as possible and i mean, it really feels to me like it's since like since there's been like mobile and like people playing on iPads and stuff like that that that's when like Fortnite really hit the thing. I mean I when I when I've been out like out, you know, you see kids playing it all the time on mobile phones, you know, you know, just playing Fortnite and stuff. I can't see that happening this is that isn't going to happen with this obviously. So nice. it just feels like this may end up being a bit of a niche, but then not a not i don't mean like a tiny niche but like it's not going to blow up maybe like in quite the same way but yeah you know not that that matters you know like particularly as long as it's yeah, good
1: or, and also the, this isn't on switch and again i think that that was a massive part of fortnite also going to a whole new audience the fact is on switch as well you know for people like well it'd be cool playing on the move but i'm not gonna play on mobile but the yeah, fact yeah. it came to switch and yeah again the cross-platform well, you got, thing
2: you got the fact that i mean the, the switch you know there was like that switch uh, version that came out that had like Fortnite with it with like V bucks yeah. and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, bundles, and that was like yeah. their best selling mm. one. You know, it was like the best selling Switch that like came
1: out. You know, it's yeah, I don't know. In terms of, you said a, a moment ago about, I'm sure it's not, you know, PUBG is still ahead. I mean, PUBG, I think what, I sold like tens and tens of millions of copies. So obviously it's going to be mm. ahead in that regard. But in terms right, of yeah. Twitch numbers right now as you speak, PUBG kind of has like 26,000 people watching it, uh, Apex mm. has 406,000. Which is actually double Fortnite. Fortnite's coming in 100, 100, 190,000 viewers. Yeah, but so Apex watching versus playing. I mean, it is that, that is quite a big. Yeah, difference. Th- th- one thing. Yeah. One other thing I found interesting about Apex is that they they in the development they brought in loads of key influencers like big players yep. like Shroud I think Dr. Disrespect was on there as well and, like, yeah, yeah. and Ninja so these are like the big people that put in huge numbers uh, on Twitch and, and, and they all those obviously and I think I'm sure tons of others as well but those are the three big ones I know they're obviously massive <laughs> their shooters they all have huge huge, huge audiences on Twitch mm. and YouTube and like so like I, I, just, and also I think like in the last week so Ninja's had to say I think he, he and the rest of them all did hashtag ad tweets saying apex legends is out, become a legend all that sort of stuff you know and mm. to, to get the game out of there but over, la- over last week a ninja said look this is not an ad this game is genuinely brilliant uh-huh. um, and i'm sure they've all had to sort of step back and say look like we were helped in it. we were early on in development we we're sort of there we're and it, but this is a genuinely great game but you know mm. we've you know this isn't us being paid now but it's just interesting that a game like this can come out, and they can court these big influencers early on, and all if they get that. If you get like the three or five biggest streamers to start playing this in the first week or so, <laughs> that's gonna get hundreds of thousands of people also excited for the game. Mm. It's like it's just interesting now. Now, I'm not sure if like if if it's that that, that that's kicked this game off massively so but i know like shroud had like 100,000 concurrent 100,000 people watching him play on the first few days ninja i've i follow him on instagram and twitter and stuff and like most of the videos in the last week or so have just been apex i haven't seen him play Fortnite as much mm. you know doctors disrespect is absolutely killing it with with always like apex content it's just interesting mm-hmm. that if you now if you caught these big players in like the twitch influencers space then then a the game can do well i think but when, I mean, you, okay, when you say "cult," <laughs> do you mean are they paying them? Paid, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah well, then I mean, they're that. paying them to play it, then aren't they? Well, call it what it is. They, well, they, well, well, they paid them, uh, you know, in, um, to to test it early on. But now, now apparently they're not. But it's just interesting that the but getting these people, you know, in early doors to like, shout about the game can have a massive, think, ramification mm. a massive push early on when the game comes out. It's just a yeah. shame, like that. Uh, Radical Heights didn't do this. <laughs> you know, we be in a totally different... Totally different. <laughs> I mean, or yeah, or, you know, Lawbreakers.
0: That deserved to do a lot better than it did. Mm-hmm. It did, um,
1: yeah. But, it, but if you start that. getting these big people on board, then I think that's enough to, to kickstart. I mean, also, it's, it's a yeah. brilliant game, and people will be loving it regardless. Yeah. But, yeah, 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 um, yeah, it's interesting to see where we're going to be in, like, a month, month or two's time. Um, yeah. It seems we be yeah, going yeah, from strength was, to strength. The, the, the
0: hype's gonna die down or i mean i think just the the appeal of because like obviously blackout did well in that it was like guys it's battle royale but with like really good tight shooting which you know that was a new thing and now this has come along it's like oh yeah it's blackout but it's free (laughs) and that's that's big um for a lot of people um like, not having to pony up 50 quid to get that, you know, that quality shooting in a Battle Royale game is a big deal. And especially you know, the fact that they've layered over the sort of Overwatch style character abilities. And yeah. It's also it's also had like a knock on effect for Titanfall 2, which has seen an has. uptick in like yeah. players. It's got yeah. like
2: more than 10,000 people playing again now, which is great. You know, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah,
0: I was really pleased to see that because I, I mean, we'll, we'll get onto this. But yeah, I was like, so I've played a bit of Apex Legends and I was like, ah, uh, do you really miss Titanfall 2? Um, and then it turned out I still had it installed and I can just play it whenever I want. Who knew that? Um, and yeah, and I guess other people have done the same. It's also like on sale everywhere. It's like about three quid. Or, no, it's about uh, five pounds um, on PSN and Xbox Live, I believe. Um, and like, I just did a tweet just saying like, oh, by the way, you know, <laughs> if you're enjoying Apex Legends, Titanfall 2 is also cheap, which did like really well. Um so that was odd. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting that a lot of people have got sort of... Like people like me sort of kind of being dickheads and being like, oh, but I miss the wall running and the big robots. And then remembering that Titanfall 2 still exists. But, it's still out yeah, there. It is. And it's cheap. What? And it's really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, this, this, the Battle Pass starting in March is interesting because obviously that's still, well, at, at least two weeks away. Um, mm. you know, and, and within that time frame, games like Anthem were going to come out. Mm. and then like obviously um division two is out in early march yeah it's like i I wonder if that is gonna like that's a a dodgy time to suddenly be saying oh yeah because obviously they want these millions of people to start paying this like 10 pound 10 dollars whatever it's going to be for this battle pass if it's anything like the same sort of cost as fortnite and stuff um I, that, that's going to be a huge test because if everything is blowing up, then March is, is fine. Like, Anthem and Division 2 aren't going to make a dent in it, really. But I, people, I, I was gonna say, say, I'd be more worried if I was on. Bioware,
2: let's be honest, yeah. <laughs> at this stage. If it's like, you just, okay, so this has just come out, which has kind of stolen the thunder <laughs> from what happened from that, like, Anthem Beta. And mm. then you're like, okay, we're just about to launch the game, and then they're just about
1: to launch a battle pass at the same time. It's, you know, yeah. it's not so good. No. Yeah.
0: I'd yeah, it's worried. interesting. It's, it's
1: gonna be super interesting, like the next like six to eight weeks to see what happens with all these all these games like hitting at the same time and
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as you say, it is a, an interesting uh, you know, test of like how, this is how you market a game now, as it turns out. You basically just surprise release it, you don't charge any money for it, and you get loads of influences involved and <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um like well, that did you... unfortunately that's just how, I mean I know they got like, you know, real press involved as well. Um but the numbers speak for themselves, don't they? It's this is well, how you market a game now.
2: I was listening to you know GamesIndustry.biz. They do like a podcast, and they mm. talked to EA about this. Like, why yeah. was it like suddenly released? Yeah. And they said it's because because of the negativity around most things related to EA at the moment. <laughs> they they didn't want to give people time to like sort
0: of build up sort of hate like, right, yeah. for it. So and they're, it they're better, right. Better to just yeah. drop it, you know. And yeah. then yeah, then you haven't got that problem yeah it's like they know they knew it was really good so why not just let people play it and everyone, yeah <laughs> yeah it's interesting yeah like it build-up still picking it
1: apart in my mind like most ea studios are like oh it's ea but it feel, sort of feels like respawn like oh you know we still love respawn it doesn't matter yeah, they're sort of, of, of immune EA. aren't they too yeah, yeah everyone still loves What's them so yeah. that's the, no but i don't that's not it
2: though is it because it's i don't think it's the studios that people hate with ea it's ea like it's the publisher side of it it's like everyone loves bioware and like you know the the other companies yeah because like
0: the yeah like the conversation we had about anthem it wasn't anthem is shit it's anthem may not be given the chance to become everything it it can be (laughs) because of ea not because of bioware but yeah we'll come on to ea in a minute because there's more stuff with them so anyway um moving on um
2: some former telltale devs have started their own studio um, so mm-hmm. this is four people and it's called ad hoc studio mm-hmm. and their plan because they're obviously they're going to continue focusing on sort of narrative uh, style experiences mm. um, and they basically in these in the interview which we'll put in the notes maybe in the in the um, in the show notes they talked about how when they were working at Telltale, there was a lot of things they wanted to do, like to push things a bit further, but they really couldn't because because the size of the team was so big, they were kind of, like Telltale had become very risk averse and that's why they were just sort of doing the same thing a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And a good example of this was like how long it took for like the Minecraft story mode to get onto Netflix. You know, it's like, it yeah. took ages and ages. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that during, I mean, in this interview that hopefully you'll put in there, Matt, they talked a lot about how they were more interested in looking at other platforms for telling stories, and mm-hmm. they talked a lot about like Bandersnatch, like off Netflix, oh, yeah. and how this is something that maybe they want to look at. Like they they didn't confirm anything, but they strongly hinted that they were looking more at the idea of like using like real actors and that kind of thing to create like narrative experiences that had like choices and that you know that kind of stuff. Mm. So that's I mean that's kind of interesting. I mean it, I think it's kind of a shame because i like i still like the video game style of you know like playing narrative games in
0: that way i wasn't entirely convinced by bandersnatch yeah like, we never we talked about it, did we? this did we we, kept we, yeah, kept we said we were going to discuss it and then never did um i thought it was like technically incredible like just how smooth it was um in terms of making decisions and the way it just smooths over the like obviously it's like changing video file at some point or whatever and Um, there's a like I think the inner workings of it were really intricate I think like narratively a lot of the like clever things it does have actually all been done (laughs) but I I understand it's very much for a a new audience so uh, yeah a lot lot of people did like get their minds blown by it so
1: fine I yeah. thought, I, I thought it was like the same. I thought Te- technically, it's, it's really impressive the way mm. the way it it worked, and it, it was it was cool in that respect. But yeah, I mean, like for things, these things have been done in games uh, yeah. for a fairly fairly like, long time, and done much mm-hmm. better. Mm. I like I, a few people in the office were talking about it, and mm. but I, we sort of got it. It sort of became obvious that those those people hadn't really played much in the way of games recently, and so yeah. not, not a narrative ones. So like, it's really cool how you can just change things on the fly, and it is cool for a TV show, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I've sort of seen it done better. I think generally as a Black Mirror episode, I think it's one of the weaker ones actually. Yeah, uh, it had some yeah. cool moments, and I like after my first like st- first like trip through it ended. Uh, I can't remember the, name, the ending, but it was a really poor one. Uh, it went out straight mm. to credits and straight back into it. So even my first one, like, I wasn't even 100% sure if it had even finished. Anyway, I went back and <laughs> saw a bunch of other endings, and uh, I saw some cool endings to it. But mm. it was just, you know, it was, yeah, cause I was pretty cool, um, but didn't do much for me yeah, other than that.
0: Like early on, I made a, a wrong choice, and then it sort of, you know, and it starts like rewinding and just like, oh, fuck me. Is it going to make me do everything again? And then it doesn't. Like it, it skips like you know it skips that like then skips forward effectively to you know yeah uh, yeah the
2: the problem and, with that is that it didn't feel like any choices had like real like consequences well, there's, there's or that like as that. well
0: yeah and yeah so like at first i was like all oh, right cool so it, it's not gonna feel like a chore you know if i get things wrong but then towards the end it's as you say matt like when you're trying to sort of pick your way through to get like a half decent ending that felt like a lot of repetition and going back and be like hang on so if I made this decision at this point, it then forked off this way and then that and then there, and trying to figure out where you had to go back to to fix it and just eh. um, that that got a bit of a chore towards the end. But um, but no, as I say, like I don't know if you've played any of like Netflix's sort of multiple choice stuff prior to this. I've only ever seen um, uh, Buddy Thunderstruck. There's an interactive episode of that. Buddy Thunderstruck is an amazing kids show that's actually just genuinely really funny. But that like that's literally like. Um, okay, now do we do this or do we do this? And it's like here's a really obvious 30 second looping bit while you make a choice, and then you press the one you want, and it pauses, and it's like okay, then we'll do this, and like it's really clunky in comparison. Whereas the way it's done in Bandersnatch is like really like slick. Um, so yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, I haven't. So I haven't played that Minecraft story mode either. Have you, James? No, me Your either. kids are into Minecraft, aren't
2: they? Uh, yeah, my daughter is. Um, uh, have but you yeah, I've played not, this? not bothered looking at. it. Maybe I should. But uh, yeah, I've not bothered.
1: Uh, yeah, but be, I mean, I uh, mean, but uh, you know, watching Band Snatch and obviously you know um, playing games like Life is Strange, I'm like, this that can't be a very cost-effective way of doing it. Obviously, if you have a vision mm-hmm. and you want to do it with real actors and stuff, then awesome. But I don't know for like a new company, and I don't know the finances. But I a mean, new I'm company to saying yeah, we're going to target that. I was like, well, that's a very seems like a very expensive way of doing you know interactive narrative but you know um i mean or, i suppose the, them, the I short
0: answer is that netflix aren't really fussed about being cost-effective at the moment are they they seem to just piss money yeah. away and laugh all they day. did
1: make profit for the <laughs> first time ever last quarter did they uh, but next quarter they've always wow. said they're gonna be in the red so yes.
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> they made nice like 97 million dollars it's the first time they ever made profit but next year next quarter they're already gonna be 150 million in the red yeah. Uh, yeah except for other investments i guess but uh
0: brilliant yeah um, just one final thing on this news story. I enjoy the fact that it's like. So the headline is former Telltale devs from ad hoc studio, and, and you're like, oh, brilliant! You know, like they've, you know, they've obviously they some of them have banded together, and after it all fell apart and stuff, and that's that's really cool. But if you read the story, they all left ages ago. Yeah, they're <laughs> the other ones here. Yeah, they. Yeah, and also they they said
2: that they came up with all these ideas during the crunch nights as well. Like, that's, that's, yeah, like when they were at Telltale, they were like talking about you know these were these are some of the conversations they had about you know how they could develop things
1: further. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. H- have you <laughs> started going back to Walking Dead yet, James?
2: No, I've downloaded it. I've got episodes, uh, yeah, two and three. I haven't I haven't played yet, which I will.
0: But yeah, so it are we it. are we well into Skybound stuff now? Is this? Uh, episode three is, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Episode three is. Well, yeah. It, it, I mean, I've it, played Life is Strange yet, either. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah, Life is Strange is. Yeah, you should play
1: that, cause so we can do the spoiler cast.
0: Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a question about but... that later, isn't there? Yeah, we'll. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: right, um, this. Okay, this is a short, a short story. Um, mm-hmm. this is really short. So Microsoft has now changed the name of their studios. They're they're no no longer Microsoft Studios. They're now Xbox Game Studios instead. And okay. that that's pretty much it. But there are, I mean, what I thought was, because the reason I included this is because it's really talking about how this is how they're sort of repositioning like their games division and how it's sort of going to change. Do you want me to read the, the quote we got here? Yeah. He says, on. so this is, um oh, it's Matt Booty, um, who's the corporate vice, vice president. So he said, today Xbox is our gaming brand across all devices, no matter how or where you want to play or who you want to play with. So it's like, This is not just tied to the platform anymore. It's it's actually going to be everywhere, and they've now got this thirteen game studios. And I didn't realise. I looked in. I was like, actually, they have got a lot of really good studios now. It's like (laughs) there's like tons of them. I mean, can you you, can you guys name any of them at all? Can you remember any of the ones I've got? Um, trying to think.
0: I've
1: got this article open in front of me, but um, (laughs) Matt, (laughs) Uh, go on then. Ninja Theory is that one? No. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they've got loads.
2: Yeah, and there's quite a lot of really good ones as well. Okay, so, like
1: Rare, Obsidian Entertainment, Three Four Three, Ninja Theory. Who, who are the others?
2: May, maybe not Rare, but um, yeah, they've got some. Hey. Like got. <laughs> I think yeah, there's like Obsidian. They're really good. Uh, yep. a, I mean, they've got um, I mean, they've got Mojang obviously, which is you know one of their their big things, hmm. and
1: uh, Obsidian. It, yeah. so is sumo part of xbox <laughs> or is sumo just developing crackdown they're not part of xbox no, no. i, was, I was say yeah. yeah but yeah i think it's interesting obviously like before there's microsoft i guess at that point they're like they wanted to push the microsoft brand or anything but now it's clear that no it's not about microsoft or windows phone it's just about xbox as a, as yeah. a, xbox as a platform that's... regardless of the device rather than <sighs> the device housing the content i think I that
0: is like a bit of a branding hurdle to get over though because i understand the saying that like yeah xbox is the gaming brand whereas i as a windows 10 user i'm a bit like but i don't have an xbox (laughs) do you know what i mean like a (laughs) yeah it's confusing
1: because there's also like the xbox app isn't there for windows
0: yeah but i don't i don't see it as like oh i'm gonna load up my xbox game forza horizon 4 do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. It's, it's, to me it's just a PC game but I, you no, think I'm going to roll up my Microsoft Game Studios game yeah.
1: right? <laughs> 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 but I guess that this obviously sort of links nicely with the thing from last week about Xbox Live being on those different platforms and yeah,
3: yeah.
1: and stuff yeah um, I mean it's just like a, a name change. I don't think it's going to be massive but it makes sense given you know they're, they're focusing on the games and they're not really they're not pushing the Microsoft brand Xbox is the brand now it's, yeah, it's yeah, time yeah. it's <laughs> time they're sort of like moved away from that really
3: yeah yeah
2: Okay, also, I mean, this is another weird bit of news, but Disney says it's happy with EA's Star Wars work, and, I mean... good for them. I heard it. Yeah, I mean, they've said that they've got a good relationship with EA, and have no interest in making their own games again, and this was Bob Iger from Disney, he says, uh, we're good at making movies and television shows and theme parks and cruise ships and the like, we've just never managed to demonstrate much skill on the publishing side of games. And uh, he said that they were good at licensing them, though. So it's like, yeah, they're good at owning the brand and then just making money off it, but not very good at creating stuff, it seems. And um, yeah, but they've also, I mean, they confirmed that um, Star Wars Fallen, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order would be out by the end of this year. Oh. Um, but it is, I mean, I what about that though? Because they have done it. It's just it always felt like they never gave anything long enough to really sort of get good, did they? Was, yeah. it, was it like they had all those studios that were Wasn't Blur from them as well? Like didn't they own that? Oh, I don't know. Did they? I'm sure it was Blur. Yeah, it, was, it could have been. I don't know. There's there's there always seems to be like a Disney cycle with this stuff, you know, where they would like build up a bunch of studios, start doing loads of stuff, and then shut them down really quickly when it yeah. didn't like take off immediately. But um, yeah. well,
1: when I heard about this one, it just felt like they just threw any previous Star Wars game under the bus. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. not there's been a lot of good ones, but it's just basically saying, yeah, all the others, they've all been shit, so that's what we do now. Also, it just feels like they just, either we, the gamers, uh, are making a much bigger deal with EA's failings, or Disney just have no, just don't care and don't, I mean, or don't understand <laughs> how much we all think it's a fuck up, and all these council games and the fact they don't really seem to be doing an awful lot of anything good with the license.
3: Yeah, it's I mean,
1: I feel like, like Look, we're making some money. It's
0: fine. <clears throat> yeah, like Disney are getting paid for the license either way, um, and yeah, if they're just fully not interested in taking it on themselves, then of course they're happy. I guess.
1: I guess they're happy into it. Like here's some, but 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 I thought. I mean, I guess this was just um, either bollocks at the time or whatever. But, but I'm sure when all the Battlefront Two stuff came out, like well there was talk about oh like Disney were getting involved and. Mm. kicking off and stuff I guess that probably wasn't the case or I mean but even yeah. if it was the case they're not going to be saying on this conference call or whatever it's like the what, what was, like finan- was it like a finance it was a, yeah it was, a, it was an investor call wasn't yeah it, like I could, they're not yeah. going to be yeah. saying oh yeah we really fucked up with EA guys they're not going to say <laughs> that are they, I guess but um yeah it's a bit weird it just feels like they just, they just don't care and yeah. they don't need to care if it's making them money then that's it isn't it I guess
0: yeah weird
1: uh, but okay. I, I mean, I, I guess that read really has to mean that Foreign Order will definitely be out this year. I mean, there's no way it can't not be now. They're, they've told Unless, investors... uh,
2: Apex Legends does really, really well, and then they just don't have time on it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, they've told investors it's coming out. Like, there'd be a pretty major fuck up for it not to come out now. I suppose they still have until the end of the financial
0: year. It might be like early 2020, I guess. But... Mm hmm
1: oh yeah well, we'll when see. I said this year we meant this fiscal year
0: so fine. yeah yeah thank you yeah Oh, right, else well, so we got this a lot okay, of news some, isn't it this is, I yeah, think this, we we were hoping these were all going to be brief weren't we and they're all like yeah, it's actually news interesting it's, the news yeah. is really, it is
2: news heavy and it's all bad news as well like mostly <laughs> so I'm in my element
1: here it's <laughs> just <laughs> <you're loving> <laughs> yeah but you'll be Although, the first
0: one to complain when the recording runs over time James so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's 10
1: o'clock guys <laughs> Although yeah,
0: this this story
2: is not good news. It's terrible, and yeah, um, this is so Activision are planning to cut hundreds of jobs. Oh, yeah, um, shit. This is going to get announced on Tuesday, so that would have mean yesterday uh, when you're listening to this. And uh, apparently, the layoffs could number in the hundreds because uh, they've they've decided they're going to centralise their business. And uh, according to the to this uh, Bloomberg article, they at the end of 2017 they had like 9,800 800 people, so they're going
0: to. Um, sorry,
3: <laughs> that's terrible. What? <laughs> Fuck.
2: James, you can't, he can't
0: hold his laughter back that hundreds of people are going to be no, laid not, off.
2: That's not fair at all, Sean, and that's not what I was doing. I you just. Know, what, what that you doing? Weird. My throat just went weird for a second. <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: terrible. It's like you've done right. a really, really bad part and you just couldn't really. Can't, you didn't. Oh, James. <laughs> no, I've got a bit of a sore throat. Okay. I lied at the beginning about
2: being I not was going to say, yeah, you got <laughs> it on record Fipping. that you're fine, mate, so don't. Fibbing. <laughs> so, anyway. Last uh, last November, in a conference call, Activision had stated that um, Overwatch and Hearthstone had kind of flat or declining numbers of users, mm-hmm. and also disappointing sales of Destiny 2. And a load of uh, also last year, like quite a lot of executives also left left the company. They should have added um, ba- they
1: should have added Battle Royale to Overwatch. It would have be been perfect.
2: <laughs> yeah, imagine that. So I would know about that because I, I don't play any of these games. Um, but that does seem to be. I mean, you don't. I don't hear as much now about Overwatch as I did. Mm. Um,
0: as it, has it sort of started to... Uh, I don't know. Bit. I mean, like, uh, you know, when the the tournaments are on and stuff, everyone seems I was going to say, yeah, that's really the only thing I hear. Is, it's like the eSports scene, really. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. but then I, I don't know. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I don't know how that makes Overwatch money. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I everyone who's watching that already owns the game, as far as I'm aware. No one's watching, but, ah, oh, this looks cool. I'm going to go out and buy it. But maybe I'm missing the point. Maybe they advertise cosmetics or something. Possibly, you know, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. We need to more. <clears throat> you know, he can tell us why it's yeah. great still. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. to
1: more. Get in touch. I'm sure he'll have like
0: stuff. He's do. Um, to say. Um, yeah. I mean, Hearthstone. I used to play quite a bit, um, but personally, I just sort of became exhausted with how often new things seem to be coming out, which I know is really like it seems really backwards. Like if you're enjoying a game. Like of course, like it should be a great thing that there's there's you know new stuff like single player and you know new cards coming out all the time, um, but after a while you're just like, look, I'm not spending any more money, bugger off. I'm f- <laughs> like, yeah, it just and because like you know every time this happens, like you know the meta shifts with it, and like a lot of your decks are suddenly shit, and you have to like this constant need to like keep up, um, just becomes a bit tiresome really. So I can see why that's leveling out as well.
1: Yeah. Yes, so you're one of people directly mentioned in in this article, and you are one of the flat or decline number of users, Sean. I guess Harkin. so, yeah. And then, of course, Destiny 2 Forsaken, you yeah.
0: know. Which is brilliant. Uh, so, fuck everyone who hasn't bought it.
1: But it's reduced annual revenue by as much as 400 million. Fucking hell. I uh, mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but basically it said the company parted away with its developer, Bungie, a move which could reduce annual revenue by as much as 400 million. So... Okay. That's Bungie making a shitload of money. So that's how much money right, And okay. they're like, we don't want to give it to our higher ups. We'll no. have it ourselves. And I don't blame them, frankly.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, next story is that some so the next story is, is EA basically talking about Battlefield five and how it didn't do uh what they were hoping. So they were they sold seven point three million copies, but they were apparently this missed expectations by a million. So they were expecting 8.3 million copies, I presume. I mean, 7.3 and is nothing
0: to be sniffed at, is
2: it? No, but then... Can- <laughs> that Wasn't it like that? I mean, what did Dead Space sell? Because that was the whole thing with that, wasn't it? How they were expecting it was going to sell like 10 million or something stupid, and then <laughs> it, it didn't, and then yeah. they got upset. Yeah. And it's just... I mean, that's the thing. When you're, when you're selling, selling like 7.3 million copies, maybe it's missing expectations, but that is still a lot, isn't it? Like, yeah. I don't know. But-
1: it is still a lot, but obviously like they and investors have expected a certain thing. And if it misses it, then the investors aren't happy, and you know right. that that's not good for your share price and stuff. But yeah, Maybe I mean the investors should be a bit less greedy, Matthew. <laughs> well, then they wouldn't be <laughs> investors, would they? That's what that's what <laughs> they do. <laughs>
2: so anyway um andrew wilson said so he's the a president and he said it was because there wasn't enough momentum around the game when it came out and he, he said uh, our launch didn't resonate as strongly as we would have liked it with players and we were never truly able to catch up with our competitors uh such as Fortnite, red dead redemption 2 or call of duty
1: again like three and,
2: of the biggest games
1: like you know yeah, yeah. red dead one of the biggest games of generation Fortnite, one of the biggest games of millenniums uh, you know like uh you know, uh, Come on, steady on, mate. No, 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 no. I, 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 was good, I was i wondered, I, was, I was thinking of another word no. uh, Don't mind. I mean, basically like a huge, a huge thing in gaming. Basically, And Call of Duty, obviously, is Call of Duty. Yeah. So he then
2: said that they're going to start looking at the creative side of their games. I was thinking, um, about a phenomenon.
1: Saying... That was the word I was thinking about. We got there in the end. Okay. Too much there So anyway, they said they were going to go
2: back and look at the creative side of their games, and they were going to build like this formal process uh, for how to find a game's like creative centre. And they're calling this the what they they're calling this the reason to play. <laughs> so they're like saying, okay. well, which well, is defined... quite funny when I read this. It's like yeah. you know this this is fine. You know, they they got to figure out why people should play their games. But then that sounds okay. So it sounds like they're talking about you know creativity and we need to sort of like you know reinvigorate you know these games that we're making and think about why people are playing them. But then the rest of it is all basically about the creativity isn't actually necessarily talking about the gameplay or anything like that it's talking about the marketing
1: yeah they've really and thrown marketing
2: under the bus in this in this, yeah. this piece i'm not happy with it at all cuz it just keeps on talking about how you know we need to have more innovative and creative like marketing campaigns and you know, to bring the stuff to market and how there needs to be like proper project to develop the games and you know, this kind of stuff. It's
1: just that that's somewhat because yeah. marketing can only market what they've got in front of them. And if the game isn't terribly inspirational or different or new, I mean it didn't have it didn't even have and still hasn't got the battle royale mode, so it can't even like jump on that. So it's just mm-hmm. Battlefield Five. It made some changes to spotting and some other things and other games like, you know, the phenomenon that is Fortnite and other games are out like it, it, it's so unfair just to throw marketing under the bus because, you know, sure, you can do like, massive marketing campaigns, but at the end of the day, if you're just marketing another another Battlefield game, which hasn't really seemed to... hasn't really... seems to ha- not having moved the needle that much, it's... Mm. Yeah, it's just throwing under the yeah, bus I for mean, the reason, that's, really. that,
0: To me, that was the issue more than anything else. It was like, I played the beta, and it was great, but I've not... Yeah, I don't know. I was like, well, I'd... It, to me, it didn't present anything really obviously new. Yeah. It was just a very good battle. game, which is fine. I wonder but... if... Sorry, Sean. No, sorry, I was just going to say, which is fine, but I I don't know, for me, it needed something different, I guess.
2: I mean, I I just wonder if, you know, nowadays, there's so many of these games that are like, you know, like Fortnite, and now we've got like Pix Legends, all these like, you know, games as a service kind of stuff. Mm. These like annual release games, it's starting to feel even more like, why are they doing that? Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. You know, as there's these other ones which are like constantly evolving all the time, and then you've got something which it's like a. They must be developing to like a moving target all the time. You know the fact that yeah, whatever they're doing, it's like they're trying to get it out by the end of the year, and then by the time it comes out, it's already kind of out of date or whatever.
0: It's yeah, there? because it started development three years ago, and it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like guys, just build a platform and just metal. Just keep that. innovating on it. Yeah, yeah. But, but
1: what I think is funny is that obviously they did their battle royale mode wasn't wasn't at launch and at the time and launch mm. people were more interested in uh Black Ops 4 and hit, and it's like a black mode but then mm-hmm. they said okay, we are not releasing the battle royale mode until March and I was like actually maybe that is a good thing like you know people get their feel the feel of uh, of Black Ops 4 and by March maybe people will be like ready to go back into it but now I'm like thinking well it's March in 2 weeks and people will be like knee deep in Apex Legends and yeah. also division and or anthem. And, and anthem. It's like mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. they're like are we what's the point <laughs> in many ways like that I that mean, isn't even like, a big, they... <laughs> big bang either is it, I don't think.
0: If they bring out the battle royale mode and it's brilliant and by that point the game's twenty five quid, yeah, I might probably have a go. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe but then yeah. like you can play Apex Legends of Fortnite
2: for free. Yeah, you know, it's exactly. just that's where the problem is with this, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah
1: but uh, yeah, but, but, but Battlefield has always been a different proposition. I mean, it arguably is the game of all of these that would probably be best suited to, to a Battle Royale mode. It's always had the huge like, landscapes. It's had the vehicles mm. and stuff. I'll be interested yeah. to see what they do with it, but it's going to need to be something pretty special now yeah. to, to get, to get uh, you know, its head above all the other games that are happening yeah. around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Poor old Battlefield. Yeah, it really, it's, uh, hasn't had well, a very uh, good time. Uh, yeah,
0: again, it? though, like I say, 7.3 million. Yeah, it's not yeah. a
1: small amount. It's
0: great. <laughs> um, it's just it interests me that I've heard no one talking about it. Like I didn't know it was out for a while. Um,
1: yeah, seven point three million no. are keeping awfully quiet. Yeah, <laughs> didn't why didn't like EA pay Ninja to play it or something? Well, that's that's it. <laughs> and the, 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 pay him, Shroud, and Doctor Disrespect, and it's yeah, they would have it would have sold eight point three.
0: Yeah. It does, doesn't it seem mad that like the big, are they still the biggest publisher but one of the biggest publishers in the world can just still be like i, I don't know we messed up <laughs> like do you not pay the best marketing people in the world to do <laughs> to do this like i know like obviously it's not that simple and as you say it depends on what the game's offering and you know all the rest of it and like you know and marketing is like a constantly changing thing but you also just like, how is that good enough that a company that size spending that much money on a game is just like ah,
1: drop the ball on that one, sorry guys. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I, just, I, I don't know. It's bizarre. Uh, to I, me. mean, it just, I mean, it just—I mean—all that money doesn't really mean much. I mean, like obviously, famously, Destiny—the mm. original Destiny—they spent well like five hundred million 500 on marketing million for that game, yeah. Yeah. and those people, <laughs> I played a bit, said so there's nothing here. It's not enough. Yeah. I'm off. It's like, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Weird. But I, I, this piece just did marketing. because it's just like, well, marketing fucked up. So it's their fault in a way. Mm. But it, but it is good that they they're now focusing on finding reasons to play their games. That's yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> tactic. That was that. Yeah, that just
2: when I saw maybe the I that. I don't know. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, this has got to be a new story because that that's an amazing line. You know, we're going to look for a reason for each play our stuff. Awful, right? Uh, last what story else? is hey. just. I mean, should we, should we do this one or not, Bob? Well, because yeah, we've started.
1: So we're finished. Let's just crack on. All right. Well,
2: I mean, this is another bad news story, which nah, is, I mean, it's just Nintendo I mean, talking again though, about. Is it? Well, not really, is it? I mean, that's <clears> it's. I mean, this is Nintendo saying they haven't reached their 20 million sales target, and they've only got 17, so they're three million short. And, embarrassing. Yeah, and they're just saying it's lower. It's because of lower than expected results in the first nine months of last year, and. um, yeah, and but also, I mean, the the president, like Shintaro Furukawa, just said this is because they hadn't done enough to convey the appeal of the Switch, and you know, saying that people, yeah, not enough people were I into feel, it. Like, I don't feel
1: I don't, like that's true. I, no, think I don't just not, think it's not that.
0: enough
2: first party stuff. Exactly. Going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, the main... but they're
1: not gonna say that today. Like, was uh, yeah, uh, also a to their, to their financial thing as well, or so is just a general? Yeah. It, yeah, it was financial yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. say, well, actually, we basically released next to nothing apart from, obviously, you know, Smash towards the end of the year and uh, and Pokemon, and loads of ports. Uh, yeah, they can't say that. But yeah, I mean, because the whole, like, they haven't conveyed the appeal of the Switch. I I mean, the word of mouth does that, I think, enough, doesn't Don't they? Mm.
3: I don't
1: yeah, think people and are like, oh, like... hang on. Is this saying I can both dock and play handheld? I think most people know that. It's just like, what games are out right now? It's like, well... Hasn't been a banging year.
0: Yeah, like it's it's that thing of like the appeal of the Switch, like is actually like it's sort of older, not older, but you know, sort of sort of late twenties, early thirties, where you'd like oh, I still play games a lot, but the, you know, it's not particularly convenient, or my partner's using the telly, or, or whatever. And like to us, the Switch really appeals because of just the convenience of it. But then if you go to most people. Sort of our sort of age, and you explain that they're like, "Cool, that sounds great." Can I get Call of Duty on it <laughs> or whatever? Yeah. And it's yeah, that's that's not so much a thing on the Switch. Like it's got fucking tons of indie games which are brilliant, but they're not yeah. system sellers in the same way. Um, and I think that's always going to hurt it a bit. Um, well, that's always hurt know. them, hasn't it? Like for,
2: well, over the last couple of generations, is that? And there's always this sort of feeling that. I wonder whether it's like really Nintendo's audience is really probably about 30 to 40 million people like Mm -hmm. worldwide Mm -hmm. are people that will buy their consoles. But it's not. I mean, the Wii was different because that really was like a breakout kind of thing. But if you look at the other consoles they released, they've always sort of settled around those kind of numbers. Whether you think that is probably about their level. Mm. I don't know. Looking forward to somebody telling me I'm wrong.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, let's, I mean, d- is this going to actually change Nintendo and actually say, okay, well, we need to do more with the games? Like, they say they want to, in this quote, they want to further enrich a software line-up and convey its appeal to customers. I mean, yeah, just get, get some games out. I mean, do you think... How do you think this dovetails with the thing we talked about last week about the cheaper Switch and, uh, you know, a smaller one, potentially?
2: Maybe. Well, the trouble is it's all done, isn't it, for this year,
0: probably? They must have already got yeah. their plans for this year all sorted out, so... Well, this is the yeah. thing and like yeah it's, it's all very well just saying like ah there's not enough first party games but you know Nintendo they won't rush that stuff um, no. because they know it's more important to keep the um, the reputation than you know but, but even, even but,
1: when they like release big Wii U ports like uh I mean, I'm sure everyone wants Mario Maker or was it Super Mario 3D Land. Like, yeah, I don't know if they're really even system sellers. They'd be like, "Oh, brilliant! I missed out on the Wii U, or I played it, but I loved it. I want to play it again." Like that yeah. stuff isn't really going to translate into well, hard yeah, I mean, they, sales either. They weren't it?
2: system sellers on the Wii on the Wii U, were they? Mm. So, yeah. no, I don't think it. they I mean, I've always viewed those as being like really nice extras. You know that some people get to play those that didn't because they didn't buy Wii U. But yeah, they're not ones that are going to like make people really like sit up and take notice. No.
1: Mm. Maybe Animal Crossing will be that first one this year. Who knows?
2: I doubt it.
1: It'll do very well
2: because they always do. But it's not really, again, that's not really like a system seller, really. Mm.
1: I, I mean, I Metro guess yeah, they, what, what they need to do is they, they will have like a cheaper switch and then they'll be able to capture the 3DS market or the DS market that maybe right now they're a bit too expensive for.
0: That's the point. Yeah, start capturing the, the younger.
1: Yeah. Because I guess that's what made the Kids. DS and 3DS and uh, the previous handheld so popular is that uh, you could get that in a game for 100, 150 quid, great Christmas present, you know, yeah. pretty hard wearing, you know, it's got, right now, on it. it's got the yeah. Mario on it. Exactly, Scott. but I don't know many yeah. parents would be like, yeah, I'll <coughs> buy that 350 quid thing for, I don't know, yeah, it's a to bit, it's, it's not quite in that same bracket, is it? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's right. it, that's all the news. What do you only that really took Wars. us an hour. It was sorry. <laughs> the
1: biggest around <laughs> news.
0: <laughs>
1: right, it's well, right, I've got I've got virtually
2: okay. nothing for
0: what you've been playing though. So brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Um, right, what have we been playing? James, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's start. massive backlog. Keep it brisk. I've got.
2: I've got really very little. I mean, I've got. That's fine. I've been mostly playing Red Dead Redemption 2 but as mm-hmm. I've said like so many times I can't add much about it because it's all just, anything I want to say about the game is spoilers yeah. so it's yeah, yeah. it's just impossible to talk about. Okay. I've finished Chapter 6 now though and hey. it's I mean the way that the story unfolds in that is one of the best like things I've ever experienced in a game I think. Yeah. It's absolutely, oh, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah. It.
1: What do you think about the Hunter? So you've you've finished Chapter 6 you haven't got any further have you?
2: Well no I've, I've gone into the okay, cool. you know, what but, comes but, after Yeah, the,
1: you know, <laughs> the last like, few missions and the, the ending of of chapter 6 well I can't say without but, spoiling well, I know, but it I mean, <laughs> you, you obviously thought it was fantastic I guess yeah I mean it was
2: I, I can't honestly I can't say without spoiling it because I, I can't uh, think of a way yeah. to like sort of yeah explain because it's all about feelings I mean there was a point also I mean I was talking with David about this like over uh, messages the other this during the week and like mm-hmm. there was a point where he said to me oh there's something I want to talk to you about that happens in the game and I want to know what you think And it was funny because then, like, something did happen and then I, like, messaged him and he was like, yeah, that's exactly the moment I was talking about. Like, there's (laughs) something big, there's something that happens that really changed my perspective of the game. And it, yeah, made me feel, yeah, it made me have, you know, sort of significant feelings I hadn't really had before with it. Mm -hmm. It, Because, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, it's true that, like, the mission design and all that kind of stuff hasn't, like, Matt, you said about this in the Game of the Year show that it hadn't really moved on, you know, from yeah. like GTA five and stuff like that. And that's true, but it's really it's just all about the characters though, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. They are the most compelling in a Rockstar game that I've ever like, I've ever played and mm. I just I love it. And I I can't see I'm not in any rush to it to end it really. I just um and yeah, I mean again I can't say any more because was, I'll just spoil stuff. And um but yeah, it's <laughs> but
1: yeah, really it, good. It is, I mean, it is, I, mean no, I, yeah, I obviously rushed for it, but it's an absolutely stunning story and uh yeah, it's it's almost gonna be a shame in many ways. When obviously the next GTA, I'm look look forward to it. It'll be good in that. But GTA's characters have always been so two D and like parodies and caricatures. Yeah, it's like I mean I don't know if they ever would, but it would be amazing if they like flipped it and did like you know what they did with the characters in this game for yeah. GTA, made it a serious in inverte commerce game. I mean I guess GTA's hope I, thought, I whole hope they will because the parody stuff I guess but
0: Yeah but like the parody stuff in GTA like I think like reality has surpassed it now so I don't yeah, really you're Yeah you're totally right actually I don't know yeah. if that would work anymore so. No, yeah, yeah that's it what, well that's it that's well that's it what Rockstar ago.
2: said they were mm. like you know we can release Red Dead now because it kind of it works now, but yeah, we yeah. couldn't release a GTA
1: at the moment because it's yeah. just it is ridiculous. Like what's
2: going on? Mm. It's just you yeah, know it's too difficult. Yeah, it, it yeah. would be
1: amazing if they had if they had the characters and story and stuff I've read there, but in a GTA game because yeah, I mean the charactersness and the story is just ex- so expertly told. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Just so yeah, super, really, cool. really, really
1: enjoy. And I mean, I can understand
2: why people like didn't don't like it like in the beginning because it does take a while to get going, but. Mm-hmm. It just becomes so comfortable to play, like and just so like enjoyable to be in the world. And yeah, I'm um, yeah I, I, I mean, yeah, uh, can't talk about it because I'll spoil stuff. You will get shot. Anyway, yeah. um, the other thing uh, that I've played this week is I've played uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back to that and I've put about ten hours into that now, um, totally over the last two weeks or so. And I've just got past the bit. Where I'd finished last time, like because I I played it a while and then I I got rid of it. Okay. I've I've really found that JRPGs more than any other genre of like game that I play, I have to be in the right mood and the right sort of feeling <laughs> to play it. Yeah. And I I really found the first time I played this game, I was not in the right sort of frame of mind for it, and it was that's why I kind of wasn't really interested in continuing with it. But for some reason at the moment, I'm really feeling more forgiving of all the sort of JRPG bullshit that the game has. <laughs> And it is bullshit, because there's a lot of stupid stuff in it. I mean, I spent... Sean, I spent 45 minutes looking for a plant the other day. Fucking like, you just, like, just wandering around. Like, they've got these, like, collection points where you, like, just dig in the ground and it'll randomly generate, like, you know, the resources that, you know, the, from the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And it's... Because it's random, you don't know what you're going to get. And I spent about 45 minutes just trying to get one specific type of plant for a quest. And... <laughs> But for some reason, I kind of enjoyed doing it. I didn't care. I was just wandering (laughs) around. The music was good, and it was fine, and I I didn't really mind too much. And, I mean, that's the weak point of the game I've found so far, is it does have, like, these ridiculous just, like, fetch quests of just, like, going from place to place, picking stuff up, and it it does get a bit, like, ridiculous. But the environment is so beautiful that I I didn't really care too much. It was kind of okay. And the story at the moment is moving along like a kind of a sort of reasonable but sort of really predictable sort of you know pace mm-hmm. and the characters are all okay. I mean after Red Dead it was nice to be in this world instead because this is yeah. a kind of a much more upbeat in a way. I mean it's still got the usual sort of like you know anime style drama and everything, but it's a different kind of like sort of, you know, to like stuff like Red Dead. Yeah. But um I mean I it's gonna take me ages to finish this game because I know it's massive. I've only just started I think it's chapter three I'm on now. So I've got a very, very long way to go, but as I said you just have to be in the right mood, and at the moment I happen to be, but I'm hoping that mood isn't going to change because often it does when I play these games and then I'm just like, (laughs) oh, I can't do another 50 hours of this, it's ridiculous Yeah,
0: because I I would get that, because i played a fair bit of Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U, and there are, yeah, it's like you'd be in the right frame of mind, and you'd do a mission like a story mission, where one of the one of your objectives is to find a certain item and like you just google it and it's like oh you have to go in like this one specific cave in this one corner of the map and you're okay and you go and do it and you have an okay time and then three days later you just be like hang on what the fuck like if i couldn't if i if i I wasn't able to look that up like which poor sod found that out yeah yeah and then and then put it on the internet for everyone else like that must have been fucking miserable (laughs) <laughs> That's the thing, because when I, when
2: I spent 45 minutes trying to find this plant, I didn't look it up for quite a long time, yeah. and I, I began to become convinced <clears throat> that this thing didn't even exist. Because it was just ridiculous, <laughs> like the amount of times that I just kept on trying to, you know, trying to find it, yeah. and then in the end I found that there is a kind of a trick to it, like of how you can, <laughs> like, yeah, I looked it up and there is a way of doing it. But yeah. that is the kind of stuff that I I don't like with these games, and also like the grind that you get as well. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing which which always irritates me, yeah. and um, also the the battles in this are like. The battle system is fine. I quite enjoy the way that the way that it works, but it's just really chaotic, like total chaos, like what's going on because you've got like if you've got like um, three groups like in your party, Mm. it means you've got like six characters or whatever, all just like shouting commands, all just like fighting, and it's just it's utter chaos. You've not got a clue what's going on hardly on the screen, Mm. but um, it's still I don't know at the moment it's still charming for me. So yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll keep going with it. It's um, it's been all right. That is. and the only other thing I played is Deadly Premonition, which I played <laughs> on Friday, which I've been putting off talking about because, I mean, I had a bit of a nightmare with this on Friday. And, on. Um, well, mostly because the stream that I did was, it was all mostly based around combat. And right. it was in this sort of like maze-like building that was like a, a mill or something. Mm-hmm. And it it was it was really, like for the first, I don't know, probably the first hour of the stream, I was getting quite hacked off with it because it's just, the combat is not good at all, and the like the puzzles and stuff in inverted commas, and you know, not not terribly interesting or whatever. But then, and then there's also like these, like uh, also I did, you have this encounter with this guy in a red raincoat who like chases you around the place, and it's got <laughs> that that was I mean, brilliant though. Well, yeah, for you maybe, but not for me <laughs> because it's it's got these QTEs which are ridiculous because they pop up like incredibly quickly and then are over really quickly as well mm. and like there's one of them where you have to like get the stick and you have to like do it like you know left and right as fast as you can but then it will suddenly pop up and say press a press a but then it will just do it like really really quickly so that you know like if you're like really hammering the stick to try and like move it's quite difficult to then Press A, and if you watch the video, you'll see why that is. It's because I was doing it in a stupid way, but it's <laughs> yeah, it's <sure>. still <laughs> funny. But the other problem with it is because I was trying to explain because somebody said, "Why is it you're so bad with like the um with the QTEs?" It's partly because I haven't played on Xbox like very much for like a long time and i've got used to specifically like the switch button layout for like a b x and y mm. and it's obviously it's different on the on the xbox and so i keep messing up with that as well because like my brain keeps on you know choosing the choosing the wrong ones <laughs> and i'm just really glad that i'm playing this on normal because if i if i was um no, sorry i'm playing it on easy yeah. if i was playing this even on normal i think i'd i'd lose it because I, I was getting really, really fed up, like towards the end of it. But then the last fifteen minutes saved it for me because it started to get. It went back to the dialogue again and like having these conversations, and it was, it was brilliant. Like it was because it, <laughs> the thing about this game is the combat stuff is really terrible, but the atmosphere, like outside of that, is brilliant. And I really do like it because it is very sort of like it's obviously going for the Twin Peaks stuff, but it's done it in it's. So much more effective at doing that than anything like David Cage and all that kind of stuff has done. It's it's really, really like odd mm. in, a, in a really good way. And there was this whole sequence which, I mean, Matt, did you see that stuff? Yeah, with yeah, I watched the stream, the Yeah, because yeah, there was uh, basically, can I spoil any of this? What do you think? Yeah, I'm sure you can spoil it. Yeah. I, think that's fine. I mean, there's this one bit where, because you find out that the guy who's supposed to be the killer has got this like mark on his back. You know to like say that you know this is somebody that the person who's done these like this murder right and so he comes out the building and there's this there's the the woman like police officer and then there's this guy like the the sheriff or whatever, and he just starts saying to them, oh, I need to um we i want to examine you to make sure it's not you so I can like rule you out of my like, <laughs> investigation right and then she's all just like, oh you know well i I don't really want to do that or whatever, and yeah. he's like, just just show me your back." And then, then she's all like, oh, it's okay, I'll just... And then she just takes her clothes off, and then just, like... <laughs> they, wow. they they like, sort of do this like, slow pan up her back, Ooh, but it's all, her. like, really, really bright for some reason. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure why. But then it, it, she keeps on saying, like, you know, are you satisfied now and everything? And the guy is just standing, like, York is just standing there just, like, smoking, like, watching her, <laughs> which is just really 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 odd and then he asks the other dude to do it and he's like this sheriff and and then she's like saying to him stuff like go on just flash your back and it's (laughs) it's just it's just really odd but really funny (laughs) It it, it really made was
1: like the the other male cop is like look are you sure you want to do this to the female like you don't have to show me back it's like this is a form of harassment what we don't have to show you our backs if we don't want to yeah (laughs) And it's like, and she's like, Look, I'll do it just to over and done with. I don't mind so much." And then, yeah, the weird slow pan, and yeah, it's a, it's a truly bizarre scene. Um, yeah,
2: I mean, I started to nearly like have a coughing fit because it, it just was so odd. Like it was just so, it so came out of nowhere as well. And it was, <laughs> but it was really good. I mean, that has made me excited to go back and play it again this Friday. Um, yeah, just get Sunday. away from the combat Sunday. stuff. Which no, is no, fuck, which no, fuck no, but, no, fucking that. I'm sorry, I'm getting the ignore me but i just get away from the combat stuff and the other stuff is is it's i'm beginning to feel it's borderline genius it's um yeah it's it's very good yeah yeah, yeah, the
1: the dialogue and stuff and and like the weird music and the music being too loud for the dialogue and what stuff is great whereas the combat (laughs) is just really clunky and that can't get away with being weird and clunky that's just not satisfying and hard to play or whatever but uh it's also the fact that there's only about three music tracks in the whole game. And it just keeps
2: on like, it, and it always feels like they're randomly just choosing one of them to play at any given moment, which is which is brilliant. It's just, yeah, it's it's very, very fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back to that. But that,
0: that's about all I've played this week. It's um, yeah, It's been a, a short week. Cool. Um, I'll do mine, I guess. Um, very briefly, Titanfall 2. Oh yeah. Should, should play it. It's very good. Did you know? I, I never actually got into playing that. I should do. Oh
1: shit. One of us on EA uh, Access. Campaign,
0: but it's good. Um, it, it is absolutely stunning, like, still. Um, and you can regularly get a game online now because more people are playing it because of Apex Legends. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's still just absolutely flawless. Um, like, the, there is nothing else quite like it. Um, all the brilliant parkour stuff, like the shooting feels incredible. Um, the whole, you know, the interplay between Titans and pilots, the fact that it's got the, you know, the rubbish AI enemies that... Like if you're having a shit game, you can just focus on them and you're still contributing and feeling like you're doing something. It's yeah, absolutely tremendous. Um, if for any reason in 2019 you still do not own Titanfall 2, it is cheap and you should definitely play it. Like it, it's unbelievable. Um, like and even, the single you know, player's is good as well, isn't it? Single player is wicked, man. Yeah. Um, like I only played through it once and will probably never go back. Um, it is quite short, but you know, to me, <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Um. Yeah, it's a it's, it's stunning game. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I need to say. Um, uh, I also, so I finally got around to playing um, Subsurface Circular on oh, yeah. Switch. Um, this is another one. Bought it on PC ages ago, never got around to playing it. Bought it on Switch, then, <laughs> then still didn't get around to playing it. Um, and finally, the other day, um, I'm getting a bit sick of... Um, games that I bought on the Switch and then didn't give enough time to. So I'm sort of like making the effort to sort of go back and and work through a few of them Um, and end up playing this. So this is by uh, Mike Biffle of uh, Thomas Was Alone uh, fame. Um, And I believe, I heard him talk about this on a podcast and I can't remember what podcast it was, but basically this was, um, so I say it's by him. Like obviously he's got a bit of a team um, together now Um, and he's, I think it was it was like a weird scheduling thing. It was like they were waiting for a green light on a new project, I think, and they had six months to kill. Um, and he sort of thought like, well, you know, all these like employees, like he could just let them go and then try and get them back in six months, but that probably wasn't going to be a good idea. Um, he'd rather just keep the team he had. So he's like, right, what can we occupy ourselves with for a few months? Um, and this is what he made. It's um, like, it is basically like a, a text adventure i guess but it's all um like you're a robot on a train on an underground train um and so this train is is purely for getting robots around this this city um and like it, it sort of explains early on that like you can't actually leave the train like your job is to be on the train and you are a detective you solve crimes um or just mysteries in general um and all you do is you sit there and you talk to other robots who get on the train and then you talk to them and then they get off and then someone else gets on and you talk to them instead and um and despite the fact that that's all you do um and like you you know you don't see any other environments you literally don't move from this one spot on this train is it, the you just game. see
1: like text bubbles don't you is that
0: it? yeah basically yeah um so like, you know, the, like the environment's like all, you know, it's 3D and stuff. And like, you can sort of pan around by sort of moving the switch around, which is a nice little touch. Um, and like, yeah, like I say, it's a text adventure. Like the designs of the, and the look of the robots is like, they're really nicely done. Like it's such a stylish game. Um, but yeah, basically it's all just like, it's just chatting with other robots and trying to solve. So you meet this robot early on who's just like, look, robots are disappearing um, and no one knows why. And you're like, all right let's see if we can find out why and let's it, investigate
1: by never leaving this train
0: carriage yeah exactly it's just let's talk to people see what happens um and it, it it gets like you know a lot more interesting than that it's very like if you like sci-fi and you've seen a lot of it it does sort of go through some like quite familiar sort of like oh what well, if we had robots that were basically people what does that mean and could they replace us or should they and how you know what effect would that have um It sort of gets into that stuff. I'll stay the cage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It gets into that stuff and, yeah, it's like on that front, it's not terribly original, but it's so well-written and the ways in which it fleshes out the world just by you chatting to robots on a train um, is fascinating. It's really skillfully done. Um, So, yeah, I played through that and really enjoyed it to the point that I then went and bought the sequel immediately and finished that as well. (laughs) Um, So I think it was only like a month or two ago, they released Quarantine Circular, which is um, a similar sort of game, but a completely different premise. In this one, you're on this... This isn't a spoiler. This is revealed like almost... Well, basically in the trailers, but like immediately when you play it. Um, You're on this like shit, like this boat in the middle of the ocean. And basically there's a, a plague that's wiping out millions of people and an alien has arrived <laughs> um, as they do and yeah and basically the you starting the game is you uh you're, like, you're the guy who calibrates the translation software um and you're like basically the first person to make real contact with this alien and it's it's all about figuring out the alien's role if any um with regards to the plague and it's like it feels a lot more accomplished as like a a work of science fiction than the first one did um again deals with sort of familiar stuff like James, you'll enjoy this. It's it's very sort of prime directive y. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those moral dilemmas, but with like roles reversed, like humanity being on the receiving end. Um yeah. which is really interesting and not something you you see a lot. Um and yeah, again, just really beautifully written, really like again it in terms of location, you never leave the deck of this ship. Um but the the way it fleshes out the world again is just really beautifully done. Like the writing is just really brisk but descriptive and yeah, it's just really smart. Like loads of likable characters, some proper shitheads, but you know But like the shitheads who kind of have a point and by the end of the game it's sort of not so clear what you're supposed to do and yeah. Just, uh, really fascinating games. And they I think they're both on sale. They're like fucking three pound eighty or something each. Um and for the like for the cost In terms of money and time, I I would say they are basically both essential. Um, So 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 are they sequel?
1: They set in the same universe or Uh, very vaguely, yeah.
0: Um, Like they sort of so in subsurface circular, the first one, the robots are referred to as Tex T E K S Tex, and then like in quarantine, there's like at some point someone said something, and um, I can't remember. Someone makes a comment like, "Oh, you know." Don't say that like he's not a tech or something. Um, so that's just sort of implies that yes, they are set in the the same universe, but like beyond that, um, that's kind of it, which is fine. Like it, you know, it's just a nice little nod
1: if you played the first one. It's not really yeah. essential. Um, I've heard nothing of these before. I'm going to well, really? yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. But I've, and I remember seeing the. I guess it must have been the first one. Uh, and yeah. uh, the first one is. No sub sub surface isn't subsurface. it? Subsurface, yeah. I remember yeah, when that yeah. came out because that felt like a bit of a surprise release when that came out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it I was. I and then and another, okay. the same,
0: same with the second one because I think it was in one of was it in a Nintendo Direct or one of those indie showcases? And it was it was a like oh by the way this is out now. Um, again, yeah, like sort of like okay, it was featured on there, but it, yeah, it was like so little fanfare and um. Yeah, I was, they're, they're so good. I'm <laughs> just so pleased that I finally got around to checking them out. Cause, are, yeah.
1: are they quite short? Sure? What are they? They are, yeah.
0: Like um, I've like I've I've played and finished both this week, so um, that should give you some idea. Um, and and the other thing with quarantine as well, like it's it seems a lot more like like there's a lot more branches you could follow if you really wanted to go back and make different decisions and stuff. Whereas like subsurface circular is. Like the interactions feel meaningful and then the end it's like pretty much a binary choice. Um whereas quarantine is I guess it does still come down to a binary choice, but how you arrive there is a lot more interesting and, and twisty. And there are like there are a lot of different ways it can play out. Um there's yeah, there's like uh developers' commentaries as well. Like I'm actually thinking of just going back through and, and listening to those because 'cause I'm you know, okay. Mike is, is, an interesting is it, guy. So
1: gonna be a trilogy or I've no idea. Is there a plan for um, it?
0: Like they appear to have hit on a very good formula of like what to do when they're between contracts or whatever. So, um, or you know, be, you know, between games. So, I yeah, hopefully they're going to do more of these. Like, because I mean, it's a shame because like like I said, I've sort of played and, and finished both of these in a week, and now I'm just like fuck. Like, when's the next one? But it could be like years off. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a proper good. Um. Uh, the only other thing I've played is I've played a bit of a game you may have heard of called Apex Legends. I've heard um, it's going to be. Um, you you've put yeah, some I time played, into um, this,
1: you? I know one evening on this, played a bit of uh, mm-hmm. uh, former host uh, David Turner. He's R.I.P. Yeah, uh, R. R. Probably, P. yeah. yeah. He, he, he listened back to some a few of a few of the old episodes. You might you might uh, you know remember <laughs> who he is. But yeah, uh, I played one evening of him. Uh, so I have a, That's like two hours. So barely scratched the surface. But what what do you think, Sean? Um, it's 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 interesting, right? Because I it's
0: probably the best battle royale game i have played but as such it's sort of confirmed to me that i think i just don't get along with battle royale that well like it's like it does everything it could to get me into it and i but i personally still just can't get past the idea of like starting a game running around for five minutes getting shot and then just having to quit and start again do you know what i mean yeah like I, I, but, but I, 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 as you yeah. get good i'm sure that's less of a thing um but the amount I mean, even like, when you get
1: good that that still happens it doesn't matter how many hours of fortnite okay. or pubg <laughs> like that, that sometimes just still happens but i it's, think it's just when it's you just the look the at the results screen the end, and it's
0: here. yeah when you look at the results screen it's just like time 12 minutes kills zero damage dealt zero and just like well what was the point in that but if you are into these sorts of games it's clearly really good and, and I say that it's it's from what I can see it's got a lot of people into battle royale as well like people who've previously turned their nose up at Fortnite or what have you um, like the amount of like really cool like quality of life things it does oh yeah it, um, it's
1: it's a massive part of why this game is really impressive yeah. Yeah. in just the two hours I played and yeah. I feel like I need like minimum of like five to ten to really get the measure of this game but, yeah quality of life mm. is massive there are so many helpful things about this game the other yeah. games just haven't done,
0: yeah. Just like the whole ping system, just you know, really sort of context sensitive. Like you point at a thing, press a button, and it's it, it informs your team of what it is in a way that is really helpful. Um, like that, the way that's implemented is just perfect. Yeah, because um,
1: when I first heard about it, I thought, okay, it's a bit like spotting, whereby you see an yeah. enemy and you press you press a ping button, and you know it'll flash red. But yeah. like, yeah, so if you put your cursor over an enemy, it will be like a red cursor and it'll say, enemy mm. over there and everyone can see mm. it. But if you see anything, like uh, something to pick up, like armor or helmet or backpack, mm. you can ping them and it'll say, level three helmet or, or, or whatever, it, whatever it says, you yeah. know, or say like heavy rounds here. Mm-hmm. So that it's but not then, like, like you saying who needs a backpack, <coughs> who needs this, you can just ping everything yeah, you, you ping see. Yeah. And, and people then know if, exactly if what someone is. pings an item
0: and you pick it up, it's just like, oh yeah, if you want to just press your ping button to say thanks, go ahead. yeah that's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) and it's really helpful when playing with randoms as well like um, you know just having that level of communication without having to actually talk to strangers because who wants to do that
1: yeah Um, a lot lot of people commended him on that and I think uh, there was a (laughs) quote or something from the studio saying that basically they had like a, a two weeks where they said okay we can't use voice comms we need to okay and we need to try and use these and, and that's basically how they tested the game and improved yeah. upon the ping system it's just but it, you can basically fully communicate everything you need to do whether it's where items are in the map or what you're collecting mm-hmm. what you need what you can drop you can basically do yeah. all of it via pinging uh, uh, which is it's just hugely impressive
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like um just things like when you pick up weapon upgrades it just puts them on the gun straight away like i i haven't yet felt like i've actually needed to go into my inventory at any point um I always find that a bit of a sort of flow-breaking thing. Yeah, in the matches um, I
1: played, I sort of did ju- just from force of habit from playing games like right, PUBG yeah. and, and Fortnite. where well, I, I mean, I mean, not Fortnite, but you know, like PUBG and and I guess Blackout. But I am changing things. But yeah. even this, it's really it's really useful if you go over like a scope or something. It'll say you've already got this, or yeah. you know, or the thing you've got is actually a higher level than this. Um, mm-hmm. Which again is like things that other games haven't felt they needed to do, or maybe they want mm-hmm. to be a bit more. Uh, a, you know, a, a bit less helpful. I'm not sure, but it's, yeah. it just says in black and white, you already have this or the thing you have is better than this. Yeah. And that, that's really useful
0: yeah that stuff's all just really like instantly readable isn't it like you don't have to know a lot about yeah, what's going on you don't have to know just... <laughs> an icon
1: or <laughs> yeah or work out what i was actually telling you it's just there in black and white and also yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you pick up like a new weapon it will say here's the attachments you've got that already fit that weapon which is also <laughs> really useful because you're just like okay well this is a better gun maybe in other games you think well, this is a better gun i'll take it and then you realize hang on i'm carrying loads of stuff that doesn't actually fit that gun but it's yeah. really useful it's like we'll forget that nine is it better but two out of the five i've got fit it and uh yeah it's it's super super useful even such things like when you go to click uh, pick your character in the initial sort of picker screen Mm -hmm. you can like press like x to go from like here's the name of a special to actually it says here's what your special actually does it doesn't just say well you've got this like you know i don't know like a a name for a special move it doesn't just say you've got that and you have to work it out yourself or go on youtube it says if you do this if you press these two buttons it will do this yeah. Um it's it's not rocket science, but it's really cool that it's in there and it makes it really useful.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um and like yeah, the characters are all really interesting from what I've seen. I've only I've only played as the robot lad with the zip lines, because <laughs> he's good fun. Um but yeah, just like seeing the things people are getting up to with all the different characters has been really interesting. Um they all seem like broadly likable as well. <laughs> um like I I don't I don't know if a game like this needed like genuinely likable characters, but they're there and they've got funny quips and stuff, which again is that sort of Overwatch influence coming through. And I think that's that's a healthy thing to have here. It's, I think it's a nice thing to include. Um, the whole thing of like announcing when like the best team in the match gets taken out. And if you're still in the game at that point and suddenly you're like, fuck this, right. This This is for the taking now. This is <laughs> like... It might mean nothing. Like you might be so much worse than everyone else in the game, but just hearing that the the top team has been is, is gone is suddenly like. Yeah, it's okay, really cool.
1: This so, is, yeah. yeah. So when you start your match, it will say like, "Here's like the champion." So yeah, I mean, and I know people might listen to start so shouting at me. I'm getting it wrong, but is that basically the team that have got the most kills in the? I in, think so. Yeah, over basically. Their lifetime. Yeah. yeah, but it's really cool yeah. saying here's the champion teams, and when you go around the map, there's a huge like banners which show that team. Uh, I believe that's the case, isn't it, Sean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. When, like, and it announces when they get taken out, and suddenly you feel like you're <laughs> better at the game because, <laughs> like, fuck, well, I I outlasted them, so surely I must be brilliant. Yeah, um, I like
1: I like all I liked all, like all that the announcements over like the arena yeah. It feels almost like Hunger Games, like and uh, that that yeah. definitely gives it a different different vibe and obviously like PUBG is very like simulation and yeah. uh Black Ops is very arcadey, and Fortnite is obviously a different beast entirely but yeah mm-hmm. I, I i thought there's a real sense of an event during these matches with all like, the banners and like, yeah, the yeah uh, like, and, like so the, just sort of going like voice over the arena and stuff
0: yeah like battle royale as a, like a silly entertainment show yeah. makes perfect sense like <laughs> um also the yeah so like you know saying me sulking about lack of free running and robots like you only have to play this for 10 minutes to just be like oh yeah it wouldn't work of course they've taken those things out like the free running would be useless because most of the map you know there's like there's not buildings everywhere so that would just be useless most of the time um and the robots would just be like such a huge advantage that it would just be really unbalanced and like yeah yeah
1: but it's got things like amazing slides. where if you're running, yeah. and then you're going down here, you can press a slide button. You can basically slide forever, uh, yeah. which is really <laughs> cool to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's clearly great. Um, just as I say, like personally, I can't get over the hurdle of like just having games that just feel like a bit of a waste of time. But that's not this game's fault, and it's certainly quicker at getting you into like exciting situations than. Any other battle royale game I've I've played, so
1: yeah, it really. I mean, Sean, for you, I think it really is all about just like when you have your first experience of getting in that final circle or, or winning or getting close to winning. Like that's true. Like yeah. that, that. Like if if you know the I've played like tons of these other games, and you, if you just been like. Games and games are games where you get rinsed straight away. It's like, what mm-hmm. is the point? But it's only when you really start to feel the sort of the the, the tension, particularly in games like PUBG, mm-hmm. of like getting into mm-hmm. the final circle or the excitement yeah. of other things in Blackout. It's like okay, the, the, that's why I'm doing this. That's why I want to find yeah. all this great loot and spend like the first half of the game quite quiet, just mm-hmm. you know making sure that what I've got in my arsenal, my armor stuff, is as good as it can be. And, yeah. and and finding out and trying to work out where that final circle is going to be it's mm. all worth it for 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 the rush and like, the excitement of that final final circle yeah um, and maybe I just need to have like a good game and <laughs> yeah I mean maybe I find when any of these games I feel like I need like minimum like five hours to really understand yeah. what the game's about I mean when I play with Dave I was asking tons of credit he's obviously played a a, a, a Well, much more than me when I, it's it's Mm -hmm. only my first evening, but I was like, okay, so what's this do? Like, why, why is, why would I do this? And, Mm -hmm. and also, if it's a standard Battle Royale game, I'll be like, okay, well, I understand. I get my loot and then I go to the final circle. But with all like the various like characters and abilities, Mm -hmm. I feel like this is like, this is, there's much more to learn up front. Um, And I want to learn it. um, But in, in a bit of a way, when I played Overwatch, when that first came out, I was like, God, there's just so much to, Learn. I feel like I want to, well, I've got to, and I do sort of want to dedicate, dedicate some, some hours to playing this to really understand why I should use these certain characters and their moves. Mm-hmm. And having only played one night, I'm like nowhere near that. So right now I can tell it's a good game and I've really enjoyed what I've played and the shooting feels fantastic and mm-hmm. all these quality of life changes, as we've, as we mentioned, um, are good. It runs at, you know, a really decent speed or etc. etc. But, I'm still a bit overwhelmed with like, you know, all the various special moves and the characters. Um, mm. Hopefully, I can put some more time to it in the next couple of weeks, and I'll, I'll get to understand the game a lot more. But yeah, even as on on that first night, I'm like, you, you can tell us as quality, but there's yeah. a I think mean, there's a much 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 more to learn up front than say things like Blackout and and mm. uh,
0: PUBG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, inevitably, I'm going to play more of it because every fucker's playing it at the moment, so
1: yeah <laughs> and, and, this on, and so, it's on every platform um does this interest yeah, and you it's at free, all and it's free.
2: Uh, so yeah yeah uh, james argue. does this interest you at all uh i played i played one round of it and then was just like uh, I, <laughs> see like as you've been saying it's like it clearly requires like a big time investment to like actually get into it and get like good at it and that kind of thing and i just can't see myself doing that at the moment it's and i haven't got like a group of people that I'm playing with at the moment anyway like mm-hmm. you know because it's cuz it's only like a 3 3 person like teams and everything yeah. it's unlikely that I'm going to get into this because I'm waiting for the division is is my next yeah. game like that so yeah it's yeah it, it what I played was it is quality it's clearly good mm-hmm. it's just that it's at the
0: moment it's not for me yeah we're old man james that's the thing we're not <laughs> yeah there <laughs> too, is that too <laughs> too yeah. exciting can't handle it yeah um yeah I'm never going to be good at
2: those games like these, like those ones like that. I just, I just haven't got the. But you've you played it plenty of PUBG <laughs> and stuff, haven't you? So
1: you must have.
2: Did yeah, you guys ever win? We never won a game though. Oh. <laughs> never. It's like we've we've been close like a couple of times, but mostly because we hid for like the most of the game and then <laughs> you know got eliminated in like in the last like few minutes or whatever. But there's yeah, nothing never wrong
1: won. with that. I mean, I I, I uh, I've won maybe one or two solos and I got one kill when it was the last kill of the game. <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with that that's just I mean is like, a different beast it's all about the tension and stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. speaking of Division 2 is that it for you I was going to say
0: yeah I've, I've played a tiny bit of this but I'm just going to hand over to you I think because I don't think I've got much to say
1: no I mean I, again I got to play this for one evening I was going to play with James mm-hmm. on Saturday but I was just feeling onto mm-hmm. the weather then so poured out unfortunately mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. uh, did you play any of this James? I didn't know, no. and I wanted to but I
2: yeah it, it didn't happen in the end because Mm. I started playing Red Dead. <laughs> so I yeah, I played the Division all Two all
1: Beta? Is that I'm not sure what this exactly one was called. Beta, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just closed a of, it a beta? private beta. I played that last weekend uh, or this weekend just gone. And um it, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Mm. I so the first division I played probably like only like ten or fifteen hours. Um, mm-hmm. I played a bit, then... Or maybe I came to that late, or actually... it's probably, So I played a bit, but those of the guys who playing with an Xbox. They played tons. And when mm-hmm. it got to the point where I, I was willing to play again, or ready to play again, they were high enough level for me, and the level scaling in the first division felt really, really crap to the point where yeah. even someone two levels above or below it yeah. felt like it was a really bad experience for both of you whereas games yeah. like destiny they scale really well it doesn't matter if you're really high or really low it's still fun it mm-hmm. felt like for th- when when we tried to play division two together uh, di- the first division together with two or three or four levels different it just didn't seem to work very well so yeah. i jumped off that obviously i'm well aware that you know over, over like the year or two after that People were saying how much it had changed and they'd done like big content drops and it was like a totally different game. I never really kept up with that. As much as I did enjoy the first like ten to fifteen hours I played, I just, just didn't bother. Um but and now Division Two's here. So um well I guess the major difference is this, is that this is no longer set in snowy New York or Manhattan. Now it's in mm. like what? What? I guess in the demo at least it was like sunny Washington. You start off uh, as your player, and in this first mission in the in the demo at least you're making your you're in this like what looks like a marshland of you know overgrown trees and grass everywhere, and there's like a bit of like an encampment near you. And this first mission is for you to make your way to the first settlement, which is the White House. Um, I didn't play this on my big TV, unfortunately, but I played like, I played like 1440p and it looks fantastic detail-wise. It Mm. looks much more dense with detail. I mean, like, uh, in terms of like the, like, posters on on the floor and the detail of the cars and all that, the rubbish in the streets and the the trees and stuff. I think it looks fantastic and I haven't even played it in 4K, so... I was going to say, I'd I'd be
0: intrigued. Um, I'm definitely going to get shit from the listeners, um, but... I ended up turning the HDR off because it seems
1: fucked, like, in the same way that it was in Red Dead. I mean, you wait now, digital foundry could say this is the best (laughs) use of HDR ever. I
0: just, like, um, so the opening mission, it's, well, for me, it was at night, and I was just like, why is everything grey? It (laughs) looks terrible. And then, yeah, and then turn HDR off, and suddenly everything's, like, much more vibrant and, like, much higher contrast. Um, oh, right. I don't know yeah,
1: so, uh, it, I, I didn't play it now I just played on the, the PC yeah. monitor upstairs so I missed out on I mean, it oh really okay. well,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know minor complaint I guess it's just strange that like between that Red Dead I mean Anthem didn't seem great with H- but then that didn't give you the option of turning it off so who knows what apparently the HGR
1: on Resident Evil 2 is weird but again I'm not playing really? on the TV
0: downstairs But it's just such a shame because like Destiny 2 looks fucking incredible with HGR on compared to with it off <laughs> it really does um, yeah, and it just feels like every game I've played since it's
1: been Destiny 2, <laughs> in that tower in the tower at night. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was. I mean, I'll come on to the rest of the game in a minute. But one other like mm. graphical weirdness I had with this game it was that like textures took ages to load, ages to load at various yeah. points. I'll be going is through it, the town. And is f- that because it wasn't weren't they having like? General problems with
2: that because of the number, of, like the server loads and all that kind of thing. Well, had had this sort other
1: of issue. I can't remember what they called, but it had a name. And basically, what they said was, we recommend you turn the game off every two to three hours. I mean, I played right, for one yeah. evening, so maybe that was around the two to three hour mark. And I was in the middle of a mission with with loads of randoms, and it and it, it had that, and it that basically just crashed. Um, but but what was really impressive actually is that the game crashed and I loaded back in and all of us basically loaded back into the same mission. We just like carried on as if we hadn't crashed at all. It's amazing because I would have expected to load back in now I'm back in like the open area but everyone just clearly loaded back into the same mission. I was really impressed with that. But no, like uh, texture wise, it just felt like they took ages to load in. Especially when you're running around like uh, running around the city of, like, uh, it's Washington or never. It's just, there's loads of bits where it's just grey, okay, a bit more detail. Oh, right, that's actually something else. Um, mm. I don't know if you experienced that at all, Sean. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, obviously um, it's a bit, yeah, so. Really
0: noticeable with like billboards and stuff. Like, yeah. You're running past and it's like, what is that? It's just a big blurb. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um Yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, so so, so uh, the first mission, you go to the White House, you, you, there's like a bit of a battle outside that you get in there, and that's, that's, that's the first like, settlement, or mm-hmm. I can't remember what they call it. What's we'll the... What's the terminology? Safe they, zone or something? Safe, yeah, it's something safe like zone. that. But yeah, so that's, that's the White House. And after that, you're told that these areas, these settlements, whatever they're called, you can, you can meet people, you can go out and do missions for the, for these settlements. And that means you can, uh, improve like the sort of, uh, essentially that, that settlement, you get more people, you can recruit people, you get more mm-hmm. missions. And, um, so even, even that alone, it feels like there's, there's tons of stuff you can do just around each of these. Around each of these uh, base of operations, I think I think that's what they're called. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That sounds pretty similar to the yeah to the
2: first game. Yeah. yeah. So so I, you, after you did the some first one in the games. one house,
1: I then went out into to a town area, and, and that had like a really great feel too. So it it, it feels it does feel lots like sort of post apocalyptic, and you know the, the city is basically like you know gone to shit. But and you're going from these you know, to and from these safe zones, and as you're way, making your way through town, the are upbound I think they call call them hyenas. It's like, yeah. it's like military people or, you know, the baddies basically. And it was, it was just, there's a really, I can't really describe it, but it's just a really cool atmosphere as you were making your way to and from the various, like, um, the various safe zones. Like, mm. I, I, there's a couple of points where I was like walking through, but I was, I, I was being quite stealthy. I didn't want to like, just bowl down the middle of the street and I saw like a gang of like this, 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 this these enemies and I saw that they, they were actually like, I think I'd like, taken hostages other innocent people, so I went in and like, scoped the area. And, and this game does a really cool thing with cover, where while well, you can run up to something, you can get covers you would do normally. But if you hold down the cover button, you can basically see this. You see this other button where you can see other bits of other cover you can jump to, and it mm. shows you like the the sort of there's this line, so you can see exactly where your character is going to go to go from the bit of cover you're in now mm. to the new bit. And I thought that was really really useful, rather than games in the past, I'm like, okay, I want to switch to that other bit of cover and actually your character will run out in the middle of gunfire or something stupid. It's it's really, again, like another quality of life thing, a bit like Apex. Mm. It's just really cool saying, okay, well if I hold that down, my character will go exactly over this car and and behind that. Um, Mm. But yeah, there's just like a really cool vibe as I was going through town. I saw these other people getting attacked. I shot them. uh, And I mean, I played in that bit. It was actually in the daytime, but it's still... It felt like quite quite a hushed tone, but like, it just felt like a nice it, uh, I know what you mean. It's yeah. it's
0: quite sort of it's weird because it's set it's set like a, quite a while after the first game, isn't it? I think and yeah. it's like basically like everyone's sort of trying to rebuild now and things are sort of improving. But yeah, it's still quite a sombre mood because you're still just like traipsing through like say all these sort of like all these landscapes and, you know, bits of the city and stuff that have all just been abandoned and overrun with arseholes. Um so it's still kind of sad in a lot of ways, even though it's sort of weirdly beautiful in its own way as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's a strange tone. I mean, obviously that'll go out the window when you play with mates and you're just running around telling shit jokes and laughing and yeah. screaming over it. But
1: yeah. But yeah, but, but I did I did instantly love that. And it's just such a contrast to like the, you know, the, 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 the snowy conditions in New York from the first one, I really like mm. that. Uh, and and then I made my way to second the second safe area and is did a few missions there. And I got my first abilities. I chose like the drone and this mm-hmm. other like turret which I can put down, which was really useful. Each of those, mm. I think there's like eight to twelve abilities and and not any you know, sort of um, special thing, uh, items you can pick up, uh, and each yeah. of them you can upgrade as well, which is really good. And I, I used a couple of them in a mission. I did a couple of missions with random people, and that all worked uh, really, really well. Um mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's weird, because I haven't played it over the last like, year and a half or whatever since it, in inverted commas, got really, really good and and mm. stuff. I I feel like I... Right now, I can't see a massive difference between the first one and the second one. I enjoyed the first one, didn't pay enough. Second one seems like more the same. I'm sure if you're if you're massively yeah. into division, you to say, "Oh no, but this is different or this has been improved." I can't really see that. And again, I think, uh, a bit like Apex, I need yeah. to pay way more to really see did that. It, Matt,
2: did it feel significantly different to what we played? Um, you know, when we were at, uh, at Eurogamer,
1: um, it felt it, it felt a bit a bit tighter. I mean, like, it, it felt like. It felt, it just felt a bit more optimized. Um, I'm not sure, I'm, mm-hmm. able, but I, I'm sure we'll probably find out it's actually the same build. Um, it's different. <laughs> obviously, that, that was actually, that was us all playing together, and this was just me yeah. mostly playing on my own, so it had a bit of a different vibe anyway. Mm-hmm. And it had like their texture stuff. Um, it felt, it felt good. I mean, it felt like more the same in, in many ways, but. It did. It did feel better, but it's it's really hard to say. Honestly. I
0: was um I was watching a video uh, that was explaining. Apparently, there is less of an emphasis on like random loot, and it's more just like doing missions and stuff gets you materials, and it's all about crafting your own shit. Which okay f- f- sounds fine. I don't know how that will sit with like long term players because like. Destiny 2 sort of had this, you know, when it first came out, it was this like, oh, people were really annoyed about getting shit random loot all the time. Let's make it much less random and much more dependable. And everyone just played the shit out of it in two weeks and got everything they wanted. And that was that. It was <laughs> um, and they ended up putting like, you know, like quite heavily randomized loot back in. So it'd be interesting to see how this shakes out. If that, you know, if this is how Division 2 works, where it's, yeah, like I say, there's there's not this emphasis on just like getting random drops that are really good. It's just about earning materials and building stuff. Like to me and the amount that I will play the game, that sounds quite appealing. Um, But it'd be interesting to see how that, like pans out long term yeah. i guess
1: but but then like you know, the the idea of uh, getting like a a sweet random loot drop is, is that, that that's what excites me you know mm-hmm. rather than just being, well you get you get this you collect this and you do this i think that that robs it of some of the excitement yeah, yeah. yeah. i think that's maybe one of the reasons why i never really get into these in a big way cuz i
2: i never care about that <laughs> like the loot i just don't care about loot and that that's the problem yeah, i think that immune. i have with this yeah and i'm just, just <laughs> not bothered I'm just it's fine as long as my gun works and it's fine i'm not really bothered (laughs) about. but
1: then it's more like if you're really massively into it and you understand and you you get the mess and everyone's like well this is the gun that everyone's using and it's the the best one Mm. or really great shield or whatever it is like that that's when the loot becomes exciting (laughs) because you want to be part of that and want to want to use the gear that everyone else is using particularly in games that have like pvp um yeah so that, that was exciting. I mean, like, and when you're trying to get a gun, which is either hard to get or is random, I like, mean oh, I got that thing, you know, like, the, 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 that was always one of the best bits of Destiny. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, when this is, there's like there's a big emphasis in these safe zones or base operations where you mm-hmm. upgrade them, do missions, you get more materials, you recruit people. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd be, interesting, to, it'd be interesting to see what it's like. But no, I, I yeah. really enjoyed what I played. Um, cool. I don't, I, I can't say right now if it's a guarantee like day one, um, mm-hmm. but so uh, who knows? But I I really enjoyed what I played. I think it looked good. It was fun, and I just played at random. So I think with your mates, it'll be, be brilliant. I I
0: um, never made use of it, but I enjoyed the fact that it seems that you you get like notifications when people are nearby, like other players who are nearby you could do with a hand, which I think will be a uh, massive help to those playing solo.
1: That well, I mean that's that sort of annoying because it kept saying like we need backup, need backup, and that happened a lot. <laughs> I was okay. like, okay, <laughs> I, well, I mean I get that, but. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't actually go to help anyone, um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe it is cool if you if you just want to play that game that way. But it yeah. was sort of annoying a bit as I was trying mm. to do missions. And I just heard, I "Need backup, I need backup." Um, it was cool finding <laughs> those, those little like walkie-talkies around the, the place though for like the little side missions. I thought, oh, yeah, that, was yeah. a, I thought that was a cool little touch because I was like, "Is this like a? says like a collectible or something hidden?" But it's yeah, you, see, logs, you hear just yeah. like um, radio chatter. Uh, at various places and you have to find walkie-talkie and that takes you to like little side missions I think Um, Mm. but no i would be interested to see what other people think of it and yeah I can't say if it's a day one but I really really enjoyed actually what I played
0: yeah like it's not mind-blowing in any way um, but I can see how you know I always talk about how like Destiny 2 is great for me because it's what I put on when I don't really know what to play and it's that it's just like this sort of easy sort of familiarity I can see people developing that with this um, like it it already feels like it's benefiting from you know the changes that were made with the first game and stuff and yeah so I, I I can see this being like a sort of not necessarily a game people obsess over but just one that's good to have like on you know
2: yeah and, and you know, that's, that's, and like, that's how we played the, the original yeah. Division yeah, we just yeah. played it like once a week uh-huh. basically mm. but it was always fun to go back to yeah yeah yeah, you know, for like yeah and, and like
1: it's quite exciting in a way because Massive Entertainment must have obviously learned so much from the first one yeah um and, and whereas if you have like the destiny comparison destiny one had its issues and then destiny 2 came out had an amazing campaign but arguably a lot of the things that maybe they thought it needed to be mm-hmm. didn't really work that well with the community and actually i mean just from the outside looking in it feels like what i've done now is largely taken a lot of the systems back to how they were in the first division in the first destiny yeah um so it'd be interesting to know if Massive have got a will go a similar route with this mm. and actually make big bold changes, but actually, the core fan base don't want that. I don't know, yeah, but yeah. it's always exciting to see. Okay, first one did well, and it's exciting to see if or if and how the team has learned and how that's yeah. going to impact this one. Um, yeah,
0: and I, I don't envy them because that whole you know, designing that, that sort of arc to like, yeah, you know, be like, right, so what happens when people play this for 500 hours? It's impossible to. Test for or to design properly because you just don't know until the game's out and everyone's screaming at you on the forums. So <laughs> I get it; it's it's not easy, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm confident that I will. Like I say, not day one, but I will pick this up at some point and probably have a very good time
1: with my mates. Yeah, I, I, so, I reckon yeah. If, if, if and also as our squads are four, but yeah, if you and three mates get it, I, I reckon it'll be. I reckon yeah. you have you have plenty plenty of good time. But yeah, i be yeah. interested to see what the reviews say. Really. Mm. Uh, apart from that I played Apex as we mentioned I played Mm -hmm. Bloodborne um, on Sundays at 9 on Twitch Um, yeah I'm still loving that game I defeated uh, Father Gascoigne last last one this one I was walking Mm -hmm. around Cathedral Ward um and uh, it, it was—I think I was making good progress. I only died like six times in, in the stream, and I was like, mm. you know, get, getting through it. And then I got to that bit where there's that guy with like the what looks like a minigun yeah. on on this tower. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it was getting late, and I was already feeling ill at that point. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop at like half ten. I'm, I'm not gonna do too long. I'll. Mm. And I was like get, going through that level, and I was really enjoying it, really enjoying the, the landscape. And then I got up yeah. the uh, went up the uh, ladder. I was like, well, I guess this is where it's going to be. I thought it was going to be a proper boss obviously when i got to top there wasn't a proper boss it was, there was yep. no like fog gate or anything yep. and i thought well it's half 10 i'll have this one go then i'll turn it off and then retry again i got up there he shot me a couple of times i healed i did some mm. rolls and then he walked backwards off the tower <laughs> <laughs> he, he just stepped off the tower amazing and uh, and and killed himself and i was Fantastic. like okay well, brilliant Uh no so, I know that guy wasn't a boss, but it was pretty satisfying just w- w- watching him step back step <laughs> off. And then Evan's like, Evan's like yeah, I mean, he's not a boss. He's starting to get all the stuff. I'm like, mm. <laughs> no, okay, I'll believe. Um,
0: yeah, no, he's not a boss, but he is. Tough, like he's not easy yeah. to defeat I mean, like, just in, in that like fifteen
1: or twenty seconds, I was actually on the roof of him. Yeah. The two shots I did did absolutely nothing. But luckily, yeah. he he ended it for me. <laughs> so yeah, I quit the game, restarted. I got I got Good the stuff. Yeah, I got like, that the blood vials, whatever, and I'll yeah. I'll carry on. But um yeah, I'm still awesome. loving Bloodborne, um, yep. and uh, I'm I'm enjoying my Sunday Night streams massively. Cool. Other than that, I um played Resident Evil Two um, <laughs> on Wednesday. Yes, you did. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I mean, many of you <coughs> will listen to this, maybe you haven't, but there is a YouTube clip that Dave's edited the um, some of the choice moments from last Wednesday's stream. It's on our YouTube channel. Uh, please go and watch it. Um, it's excellent. I mean, it's, it's really It's really, really good.
0: It's also, like, slightly concerning. Like, as a friend, it's a bit... Like, are you all right, Matt? Like, it's, well, it's, I'm the, okay it's now. the change in colour of your cheeks that got yes, me. Like, I think a- everyone, everyone commented it. on, the, on yeah. the red
1: cheeks. I was just like um, watching. I was like, he's not okay. He's he's having no, a really shit. Time. I was really, really not okay. It was. Mm. I mean, I, it, it's no word of a lie. I was very close to a breakdown. I mean, like yeah. I, that. You know, I've said before, I I don't do well with horror, and yep. jump scares and being chased. And in this, mm. and in last week's, um, in Wednesday's stream, uh, I met Mister X, and it was <laughs> it was horrendous. I mean, I was I was on edge before that in a honesty because I knew it was really close, mm-hmm. and. um I mean, normally before stream, I'm like a little bit nervous. Just, I mean, I'm most excited because I do love streaming, but I'm most, mm. I'm a little bit nervous. Technically, I hope it works and stuff. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. But blah, Bloodborne, blah, blah, and yeah. and I'm like, well, I know, it's gonna work, and I'm excited. Can't wait to play the game. Is Resident Evil? Like for hours before, I was like, my, oh, my, my, tummy, my stomach's going mad. I was like, oh, I'm sort of dreading it, and um, even though I know it's an excellent game. But yeah, I played the game and met Mr. X, and it was basically like two and a a bit hours of me having a meltdown. I started the stream all smiles, wearing like a t shirt, shirt, and jumper, like let's play some Resident Evil 2. By the end, I was just wearing my white t shirt. (laughs) I had also gone the same color in my face, apart from my cheeks, which are really red. (laughs) I had lots of jump scares. Um, My wife Jill came in to make me jump as well during the stream, which wasn't great. She (laughs) came into the chat because she had heard me yelp. So many times, um, there were some amazing moments. Like when I, you know, Mister X is already chasing me at that point, and I said, "If he's coming through this door," and I was just stop talking. But I was like, "If he comes through this door," and I was basically going to say, like, "I'm going to turn it off." Yeah. I went through the door. He wasn't there. Went on the corner. He was just there. He was just. <laughs> that, 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 that was almost like it was almost perfectly scripted that moment. <laughs> and and I, I mean, I screamed, paused the game. I was on pause for most of the, like the last yeah. like forty minutes of that stream. <laughs> I like show bits to Jill. Jill, everything I showed Jill the, um, the edit David done. She's yeah. like, "Why are you pausing so much?" I was like, "No." She said, "Why are you looking at the map so much?" I was like, "Because oh, I'm pausing it because I'm trying to work out what I'm doing next in, <laughs> in the game." Yeah, there's there a lot of like procrastinating. I was just stopping. Yeah, okay, well, what can I do here? And really, I was just freaking out. Um, I mean, also, are like, you, are you enjoying tricks. it on any
0: level, or is
1: no? Is, Jill said that it's like, <laughs> "Are you putting it on?" I was like, "I wish I wasn't." I would. It would be brilliant if I could just play this game and then get on with my life. But it's like it's. It feels like trauma, right? You could always not play it and get on. I know that. that i I don't like quitting. I mean, I I was very, very close. Please don't like like quitting. You always quit games. (laughs) I don't always quit things. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things, sure, but I'm not going to quit this. How's Monster Hunter going? (laughs) <laughs> well, I solved that but I don't think that, that, I, you, you can play games and stop it doesn't doesn't mean I finish every game anyway regardless yeah it, this got this got too much for me in many many points and Jill was like are you, are you putting it on I was like no, like, uh, so th- that was Wednesday night. I was, you know, a wreck. You know, my nerves were all over the place, of course, and it took me like an hour and a half to get to bed because I was just, like, so amped up. Even the next day, my-, my nerves were still shredded. I still felt a bit like a mess. Obviously, I wasn't, like, scared because I was just going to work and it was the daytime, yeah. but I still felt like it was almost like a hangover, like my nerves, like, from the, the trauma. I just felt like trauma just, yeah. from the night before. You know, all the, the emotions and, like, the fear. Oh, just... So, by, by Friday... I mean, I, I
2: just... The, I find this so hard to relate to. I just... I don't understand <laughs> it. James, you well, just don't you know.
0: feel fear. That's something wrong with you in the other direction. But- <laughs> <laughs> That's probably but true, I just, but yeah. yeah. I mean- the video is very funny, but do take care
1: of yourself, Matt. I am like
0: genuinely concerned.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was horrendous. But I mean, after after I finished, and I, like, I I went to bed and was like, "You watched a bit," and she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Well, I think that was entertaining to watch, even though yeah. I was basically in bits." Um, yeah. I mean, Wednesday, I'm, I'm, I'm dreading. I just want to. I just sort of hoped, and part of me still hopes that this game will maybe get me over this stuff. But actually, might make it worse. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. People suggesting you should play like Resi Seven or in isolation next. That's not going to happen. I'm going to say Resi Seven seems (laughs) even worse. Yeah. Um, So this is still an excellent game, but it's not as enjoyable anymore. But if you're listening to this, Matt, you're not. Go on you're not like sitting at your desk at work and like having
2: flashbacks and stuff. No, like
1: and you. I was a bit worried about that actually, but actually no, like when I was like lying in my bed in the dark afterwards, I wasn't like, Oh no, Mr. X might be here. No, it, thankfully that isn't translating into real life. It's just, I was getting myself worked up before and yeah, I, I, I don't know what I need to, I need to calm down basically. Um, but I'm not putting it on, I wish I was cause then I could just turn it off and just play the game and enjoy it and not have this like fucking emotional trauma every Wednesday night but yep. sadly that's where I am. Hopefully I'll calm down. But if you're listening to this podcast on the day it comes out, I'm streaming tonight, nine o'clock, go to twitch.tv slash The Computer Game Show and watch a man have a breakdown. Also, like... Cool. It, it's some, <laughs> someone said, I, I said like, on my bowl stream, hey, so how far am I into this game? And they're like about 25%. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> 25% is nothing. <laughs> that's a lot. I, just, I was sort of hoping I was like halfway through so I could just, you know, try and get this done. But yeah. anyway... It's next in game, but I'm not built for horror. But I'm going to push through because it is entertaining.
2: Do you know? What, I'd love for you to play like Resident Evil Seven in VR. No, it, but there is no point. I, I, mean, I, I was scared him.
1: by that. Will actually die. Well, no, James. I said that when I played that, what the one hour demo, whatever it's called. I it took me five nights, and I kept taking a headset off. So <laughs> no chance. But that was that was nothing as well. The the, the actual game is horrendous. I mean, it's the one game that has really
2: messed me up when I was playing it. It really upset me. But uh yeah, I don't know. I think I'd I'd love
0: to see that. Maybe next time we're we're up or see well, you or I'm something. Not that. I'm, like, I'm trying to, to look after Matt here and James is just like, yeah, god, do something worse. Go on. Fuck it yeah, if you're funny.
1: <laughs> no. It's all for the clicks, Sean. You know, it's no. Uh, uh, no. I mean, yeah, I it, it's funny and I'm glad people are enjoying it. Um even if I I mean you can literally physically see me change over the course of the stream. <laughs> I look like a right mess I felt just absolutely fucked after that anyway it's only a game that's why I should keep telling myself and just calm down so maybe we'll yeah. be a new confident Matt on Wednesday night and nine. who knows uh, that's all, we, all I've been playing cool For, um, thankfully <laughs> right emails then
0: yeah emails yeah emails we've only got yeah. one. Oh, oh, brilliant it's from James Unwin okay uh, he says
2: with all the hype surrounding apex legends which i'm sure you've gone into some depth with i was wondering something with battle royale games coming up uh, uh games up and coming and current do you have to get into these games early to appreciate them by that i mean do you have to start playing them a couple of weeks before the 12 year old kids are up until 5am every night and getting kill streaks of 57 plus to get your fix by that time in my opinion it doesn't become enjoyable anymore and the game has evolved to be played by the elite if you will what do you guys think? Will Battle Royale games always be a fad early on when the games have been released? Is there anything companies do to combat this? Sorry lads, a couple of questions now I suppose. Be interesting to hear what you think. Fantastic pod as always. Uh, cheers Jim.
0: Cheers Jim. Um, I, I know what he means. It's definitely a thing isn't it? Like if, you, if you're late to a game and everyone else has been playing it for months and they have had loads of practice of course it's not entirely enjoyable. Um, like I mean my experience of going back to Titanfall 2 which I was okay at and I'm still okay at um like that's not been too bad because as I say if you're having a shit match you just focus on the the AI controlled enemies and like that that just keeps you in the game um and doesn't just feel like you're getting slaughtered all the time and not really helping um so that that goes a long way towards alleviating it I think um but it's definitely something I've felt in other games yeah um, I don't know about you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, in, like, <laughs> say, like, the Call of Duty games, that, that was most noticeable. Even when I was massively yeah. into Modern Warfare 2 mm-hmm. and I was at the point, like, bringing sick into work uh, to play it and booking holidays to play it, I was, like, super heavily addicted to that. I yeah. went away, and remember, that year for Christmas for two weeks and I came back home and I was like, nope, done, can't play it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, but I, no, I think with... Um, with the battle royale games, that feels like it's less of a thing because it's very much about the loot and yeah, that's, and I think that because that's more so random. Big. But obviously, these people still like, know the maps and they know the choke yeah. points and they know where to and where where mm. not to go. Uh, but I feel like it feels less, slightly less of a deal on these battle royale games. But with something well, yeah, like Apex Legends, there's so many characters and skills and the skills and abilities of those characters. I feel like if you properly main a character, you know exactly how to implement that character's skills and abilities. Yeah, you'd be pretty lethal in that game. Yeah,
0: and I think there's an argument that something like Fortnite is so massive that actually new people are getting into it all the time. Yeah. Like, that's just the fu- the sheer fucking size of it. Um, so I don't think you'll ever be totally alone as a, as a new player in some of these games because they're just that well, big. Surely also, they
1: have like matchmaking and stuff anyway, don't they? I don't or know. No? Do they... I I well, I, I, I think so. they do, but who I mean, I actually saw like Athene Allen tweeted saying like she played like three or four hours and suddenly she was against people who played like five hundred five they like five hundred kills or something. So I don't know what the matchmaking is like in this particular game. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it all seems a bit more random in Battle Royale, but yeah, mm. for other games, you know, the, like the core duties and stuff, yeah, I can ab- I absolutely know what you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: But it is always really that exciting, in like the first week of any new any of these games, in the first week or two, it's always really exciting because you know everyone's working out for by themselves or for themselves. And, yeah, yeah. as I mean, always fun to jump on his games week one.
0: Yeah, and with Apex, it's free, so yeah, have a go. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, I definitely understand what. Yeah, like most games, if you don't want to shell out fifty, sixty quid, then you could be tempted to wait, and then you have this this thing of like, ah, oh, yeah, but is the multiplayer going
1: to be shit now? But Apex is free, isn't it. Have a go. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, on to tweets. It's at ComputerGamePod if you want to tweet us uh, some questions. Sean S. Thomas, uh, does anyone ever take advantage of backwards compatibility very much? I feel like every time there's a new console, it's always a huge talking point, but I know very few people who actually use it. How often do you actually replay Last Jane games? Every Friday deadly premonition <laughs> at 9 so, PM. Yeah. and in four that mean you were streaming portal which was also backwards yeah, but but i but, use it quite but a lot it hasn't hasn't i haven't done many in all honesty
0: i mean i haven't made use of it but then i don't own anything that does backwards compatibility so that'd be why yeah. um like you know if my switch could somehow play my wii u library i'd be absolutely made up because for whatever reason, there are a few Wii U games that I can't let go of, and that's why I've still got the console in a box somewhere. Um like that that would be awesome. I really wish Nintendo would sort out fucking virtual console, but Yeah, yeah absolutely. I've got I had so many
2: games on there, Sean, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of gutted that I couldn't bring them over. Yeah. Also, I mean I had like Mother and all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff that I was I wanted to play but never got around uh-huh. to, and then now it's in a box, like you yeah. said,
0: and it's that's frustrating.
1: Yeah. So, so you still can play it. Yeah? Well, yeah, if I
0: get it all out on Skype... Yeah, it's just logistical faff, isn't it? Um yeah. So, yeah, that is something I would make use of. Would I play many PS3 games if the PS4 had the option? Maybe not. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything I'd really want to go back and play. Um, See, I would. Yeah? Because there's a bunch of stuff... Because I never had one. So okay. there's quite a few... I mean... I want to play Metal Gear Solid Four, for example. Yeah. Never played that game. Well on PS plus is my isn't it? So. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, but can't yeah, play yeah. it. It's just uh, need yeah. a PS three. You can have mine if you want. It's <laughs> sat under a sofa somewhere, I think. Um <laughs> I mean I'd be I'd be more interested in like PS two backwards compatibility, I think, just because so many like weird hidden gems in the yeah um PS two era, but I don't know.
2: This is why I'm really hoping that that rumor about the PS5 is going to be yeah. true. Like, if that plays <clears throat> all the previous stuff, I'll be really happy with yeah. that because there's a lot of stuff I wouldn't mind either playing again or stuff
1: that I missed, you know, the first time yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. I guess for me, I don't really have any physical games left at all, really. So if I had a massive library of that, I'd be like, oh yeah, I love to play some backwards but it's stuff because I could look at my library and collection of games and pick one off the shelf and put it in the machine. But because mm-hmm. I don't have that, I don't, I don't yeah. have a huge like interest. I mean, I guess what Xbox is doing is that when they're adding things for backwards compatibility, they're also available to, dub- to buy digitally, so yeah. it's not like, well, cause just because it's not on a disc it's, it's impossible to get hold of um, mm-hmm. but yeah, the idea of PS5 potentially playing all like PS1 to 5 games on one machine is cool uh, I don't know if I'll ever really like take advantage of it unless someone's like, well you should stream that PS2 game um, <laughs> apart from that, I don't think there's any chance of me ever really going back unfortunately you love new stuff though Matt that is I like do, a, do love the new it's <laughs> not yeah. sort of anything old uh, it's, it's, it's a cool feature and like when they say this is now back like Xbox obviously do it you know monthly or whatever but yeah. it is always it feels like a bit more of a big deal like oh wow this is now backwards compatibility and like mm. I guess with Xbox they've like, also made some of those games 4K which is also like, another yeah. added benefit but yeah I, don't, I mean it's cool but it, for me it, it doesn't really bother me so much yeah, I, I guess, enough. yeah. For PS5, they said if they said it didn't play physical PS4 games, I wouldn't yeah. be bothered because I don't have any. But if it, if all, it, but it's the issue of like it doesn't play your your digital games, and obviously that that's certainly an issue. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That would wind me up if they did that. No, I, bit, I, I, so, there's no chance see. that happened
1: now. That, that'd be such a massive risk for them. Mm. That'd be ridiculous. Well,
2: that's what Xbox did, it didn't they with the uh, the last
1: generation. Oh yeah, I guess uh, yeah, but hopefully there's made a lot of learnings over the last gen not Mm. not for that not to happen Yeah. smw um tweeting still plan to do a life is strange spoiler cast for episode two uh just finished it tonight and eager to see what you thought or did we are definitely Uh, planning on it
0: yeah totally um just yeah i'm gonna try and do it this week james are you are you gonna try and do the same or is it gonna be a while for you yet
2: yeah, I I could, I could do it because I could have a gap between I could stop playing Red Dead for a uh-huh. bit and then do that and then go back to it. Yeah. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you should do because even though I overall wasn't blown away by it, um, I there's going to be some real conversation <laughs> moments <laughs> uh, in that spoiler cast um, given what happens. So I'm a bit worried because I've I've not read any spoilers or
2: anything, but I've just heard mostly negative things about it. I've
1: heard a lot of people you saying know, like, it's
0: just not as good as the first episode. Yeah, but.
1: No, but are, yeah. I've, I've spoken to people and actually, like, you know, everyone's enjoyed it. Like, Dave said it was mm-hmm. really good and I, uh, Joe from work mm-hmm. I talked to who says that he really enjoyed it. I just, I don't know. I was a bit <laughs> negative about it, but um, right. there, there's still plenty to discuss for sure. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely want to do a spoiler cast because the first one I thought was really good. Yeah. I, if you if you listen to this and you played the first episode of Life is Strange 2, we've done a spoiler cast months ago. You should go back and listen to it. It's, uh, shit happens, basically. Yep. Um... Uh, okay this one future exercise. After a month of pods now How do you think it's going about David Turner's Do you think you need a fourth man Or are you happy with the current slapdash arrangement Keep it slick as always <laughs> Slapdash, slap-dash. <laughs> I mean it's, it's hardly slapdash If anything it's, it's not slapdash It's just how it's what's left
0: Yeah you should see,
1: what
2: remains. It's not, certainly not slapdash You see all the emails we get during the week And all the stuff from that It's,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. it's definitely not slapdash <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a well old machine
2: Slapdash uh, should be like
1: quickly bringing in a fourth person with no real thought that would be Slapdash Mm. Um, I'm really
0: pleased with how it's going I'm really enjoying it Um, people have been really supportive we've only had a couple of weird snarky messages about Dave not being around anymore I thought there'd be quite a lot of that Um, it's it's been good Like obviously you miss him but uh, yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy to be honest. I've not I've not felt like, ah, oh, fuck, we need to get a guest this week or it's going to be shit. Like, uh, I'm really not um, too worried, to be honest.
1: No, I haven't felt that. I've I, I sort of, feel like, well, I've really been enjoying, uh, like, you know, yeah, just learning how we're going to function as a free piece. We will have guests, of yeah. course. We'll, you know, in the next <clears> few like, weeks and months, I'm sure we will, but right now we're still trying to, you know, we're only, like, four episodes into this new, into this yeah. new world without Dave hosting. So it's it's always going to be weird. And, like, we're going to, we're still, like, finding our feet, as it were. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, I don't know what I really expected. I was obviously worried because, you know, Dave's, like, a massive part, you know, of of why we are where we are. Yeah, and it's always weird,
0: like, the best will in the world. It is always weird when hosts change around or people leave or new people join, like, because people are so used to, like, the, you know, the setup and everything. Um, But as we've said, I think it helps that, like, there's been a couple of, like, changes... Like with me going off, John coming in, John going, and then me coming back, and so I think it like people are aware that this is a potentially changeable thing um it's not like we've been the same for like five years or whatever um no. but um no i I think it's been fine
1: yeah i, I mean i i i i I've really enjoyed the stuff we put out this year, it's obviously different, and we're still sort of finding our feet but um <laughs> and we will get guests on but you know, it's always gonna be different, and I'm—I've I'm, been really—I've been really impressed. I, I'm not sure what I was really what, expecting or worried or thinking what might happen, but yeah, you know, I've been—I've been impressed with what we put out. Given that we've lost a host <laughs> who's been, yeah. who, you know, days and hours what like last three years, it's like a massive yeah, yeah, yeah. change. It's, you know, Um yeah. How about you, James? It's been fine. I knew you'd say that. Tell us <laughs> <laughs> what you really think, James. Come on. <laughs> It's been, it's all right, it.
2: you it's really been fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's been fine. It's been really. It's been fine. It's yeah. been really fine, says James Farley. It's been, yeah.
0: Really, yeah. totally fine. So it's been
1: so it's, fine. It's more. It's more fine when we finish before half
2: past ten. It's twenty three
1: minutes past. James, are you telling us we've yeah. got seven minutes left? Yes. Okay. Basically, yeah. I, I mean,
2: I, I have to admit that has been one of the big perks of this. <laughs> actually, has been finishing earlier. I know. I've so seen. You, you, you mean starting? Of this, absolutely out, yeah. true yeah
1: it's it's been that's been nice yeah. you know, it has been wonderful to start at 8 o'clock I mean it means I can get an edit after this you guys can you know do what you want it's brilliant yeah, yeah. That, that's obviously going to change when Dave comes back anyway regardless we'll <laughs> we'll keep on going <laughs> e- Um, well I thought I'd better mention streaming for House and Hunt's uh, benefit oodles odim on twitter feedback great bunch of streams from everyone in the last week wanted to know are you guys still in the honeymoon period with streaming and is this going to die out fast or do you have plans in the near future with streaming, I mean, I'm loving it, of course. And even on nights when I'm not streaming, um, I'm like, oh, "Now what I do in my life?" But what, <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, I, I'm <coughs> sorry, go Sorry, I
0: coughed over that. Would you say
1: uh, I, I,
2: I'm very happy with it so far? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm mean... playing a game which has got issues, but <laughs> it's still enjoyable to play. <laughs> And yeah, I do. I do enjoy doing it. Actually, it's it's fun to like you know chat with the same people and all that kind of thing. It's been yes. Yeah, I good. saw you um, slagging me
1: off in your stream though, James. You're like you're basically was like, why does Matt get to play Resident Evil and I get to play this? It's, like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Why, you suggested why did you get that you get Resident game, Evil didn't you? I got this. No, I didn't suggest I didn't. it. It was bought for me by my wife. So what? It was. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, but, you know.
2: You always get the good games. You have got like Dark Souls. You have got Bloodborne. You're playing through now. You have got Resident well, Evil. Just... I've had the David Cage trilogy. Again, that's and, all and your and choice. <laughs> it's
1: all your choice, James. Choose a better game. Yeah. It
2: wasn't my choice. I mean, the what's it called? The David Cage stuff was not entirely my choice. It no. Yes, yeah. fair. Well, I think it started
1: um, with your choice, and then you felt like you had to finish, finish, finish the the, the trilogy. But uh, just choose a better game yeah. next time. Trilogy um yeah i mean i feel like i'm the luckiest (laughs) out of all of us
0: because i i get to play whatever i want every week um within certain arbitrary constraints that are probably just going to get looser each week um but yeah uh i'm I'm properly enjoying it as you say it's just nice like hanging out with people and stuff um it's good enjoying it
1: yeah it it is always amazing seeing like the regulars come back and it's just yeah, yeah i you know on nights i'm not doing it i really miss it and i i love i love it when we do it so uh you know, yeah. I'm, I, for people who are thinking I'm maybe sick of hearing about it, I'm sorry, <laughs> but just get used to it. That's just what we're doing as well. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, yeah, from a financial standpoint, it's more justifiable than doing the podcast. So, yes. <laughs> so,
1: this is going to be cut down. This will be yeah. once a fortnight now, unfortunately, because <laughs> Monday is new streaming now, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, people are asking me to stream resident evil 7 that's not happening no actually that jordan blythe so matt since you're totally loving resi 2 i was wondering when you're going to play Evil 7 biohazard seems like a no-brainer really boost your Twitch subscription count instantly no no that's a no will- i think if you were going to do it Matt, though you'd have to do it in vr because that would just be well i'm not going to do it and i normally i'm like i'm not going to do it but actually i'm going to do it i'm not going to do that one there's no point <laughs> It, no, honestly, on I would be constantly taking a headset off, and it will take an hour to get to yeah. like the first. would be ridiculous. Let me try and get through Resi 2 first and see where I am. But it's not. Yeah. Gonna see happen.
0: if it does actually like embolden you if you manage to finish it, and then go from yeah.
1: there. You know, because how good would it be? Like after all these years, I'm like, oh, I can't I can't stand horror films, can't stand horror games. How amazing would it be if it suddenly it, it did embolden me, and I'm like, oh, actually now I've got like a whole new like you know art form. I can like, now I can enjoy horror stuff. That'd be brilliant. Because I feel like I'm missing out, but <laughs> I don't think that... Given what I've played of Resi 2 so far, and what people have seen of how I handle Resi 2, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> i just putting that out there. Um, one other question here. Uh, Todd McKeon. I want to regale Sean with a story of how I met Ephraim Menuk. Oh and yeah. He was a total wanker. Have <laughs> any of you met your heroes, gaming or otherwise, and how did it go? Who is Ephraim? F- Uh, uh,
0: ephraim menuk yeah he's like the sort of front man i guess from uh godspeed black emperor and a silver mount zion um and yeah it did not surprise me to learn that he's wanker because he does sort of come across (laughs) as one um yeah although when i first read that tweet i was like (laughs) i once regaled sean with the story of how i met ephraim menuk and he was a total wanker i was like oh god what did i say i don't (laughs) (laughs) Me. um but then i remembered yeah um uh, right, yeah, what heroes have we met, gaming or otherwise? Uh... I saw Adrian Childs the other day. Oh, yeah? But that, that, that
2: he? wasn't I mean, he's, obviously, he he's not a hero, obviously. <laughs> no, not particularly, <laughs> but yeah, he was he was in the library where I work and I was just like, Oh, what are you doing here? But I didn't say that, <laughs> say that. in my head in my head I was thinking
1: that. <laughs> so what are you doing? But it yet? turns
2: out he was interviewing someone.
1: Yeah. Oh, I nice. Um I haven't I didn't was- meet him, but I know like on the old joypod, um I guess it was play radio days maybe when you had John Davidson on. And I rang up mm-hmm. and asked and like bumbled for a question because I was like, oh, "It's John Davidson for One Up." Is is a massive? <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing with Garnet Lee. Yeah. That was it's a, just yeah. like massive how you got those, you know, those people on there who are like you know the the you know crown of the One Up era. Um, so yeah. that happened. I don't know who else I've really met. Like, and I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm like sure the, i would have probably the closest it
0: up if I had. Closest I've got is like, I read Digitizer a lot when I was growing up, and it was quite a formative thing just because of the weird fucking sense of humour in it um and then years later it was hanging around on the Mr Bifo forum um and then there was like they started doing meetups and stuff so i met him and that was fine um and then it was like the forum all went to shit and ended up getting deleted <laughs> it's all a bit weird um but yeah like, then i saw him a few years ago uh he did like a he did a talk at Play Expo and um yeah so i had a quick chat with him then um but i beyond that i mean i don't know like i don't know if you guys get this but like i don't really have like heroes as a grown adult no, I, find, yeah, sure. I, find... <laughs> I, I have yeah I, I have none
2: i it's <laughs> one of those things that like i find difficult to understand
0: at this yeah, stage like, like i don't like, really have anybody. Maybe i'm just All really right. lucky but i just feel like i have peers who i really respect and whose work i really enjoy i don't i don't know i don't like place myself beneath people like that anymore i don't
1: think you don't have anyone you look up to in like gaming otherwise you're like have uh, no, you know no, i have do. people whose
0: stuff i really like um but not like i don't know not like oh yeah. i don't know what i'd say if i ever met them I, <laughs> I don't know yeah there's, there's definitely people like yeah stuff that i like they do and all that kind of yeah. thing
2: but yeah i don't feel yeah i don't know i don't feel like in a hero <clears> sort of situation <clears> yeah like a, like
0: although we're not massive like i am proud of the stuff we do too like it's not i don't know am i your hero show sure. yes James is all like, our heroes. We're all heroes. Uh,
1: I, I, um, I met Gabe Newell when... It was, this oh, yeah. is one of my... When I was dressed up in a suit as like a 16-year-old with Matt Morley. <laughs> and and um, they were demoing Half-Life on Dreamcast, actually. Oh, yeah. And I I offered him a polo mint. Um, nice. Did he accept? He did. Uh, nice. He wasn't my hero, but it was like, oh, Gabe Newell. And that was pretty exciting <laughs> at the time. Um, yeah, um, I, I can't remember any other stories, but I'm sure if I did, I'll just like, you know, mumble my way for a question and embarrass myself. Um, last question here. Uh, oodles O'Dim dim again. Question. If you could be a producer, writer, director, etc. or a role for a game, which studio would you like to work for? Here's some examples. Sean, designer for Drinkbox, nice and indie. Nice. Matt, community engagement manager for Epic. Farley, <laughs> HR manager at Quantic Dreams. Now my <laughs> suggestion is actually Farley, community management at Quantic Dreams. Yeah. Or Quantic Dream. Because I'd love to see the sort of stuff that James would have to produce to sell Quantic Dream <laughs> games. No, I, I think we should make Farley head
0: writer at Quantic Dream. I think we should.
1: Oh my god, we need we need someone. Someone sent us that TED talk that. Um, oh shit! We need to watch that. Yeah, I've not watched that. Was, yeah, that talk, I, what, what was it David Cage? It was David Cage talking about how to write good yeah. stories. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need <laughs> to like watch that and do like a TCS talks over thing because I reckon that'd be great. That would be very funny. Um, um, but
0: no, I think I think Farley's put his money where his mouth is. I think he needs to write a Quantic dream game and uh, show it. Show uh, David Cage how it's fucking done.
1: <laughs> D- D- James, <laughs> do you think you could write a better game than David Cage?
2: Um, I wouldn't like to say I can because <laughs> I'm not. You said I'm not a writer in the sense of like I'm not a narrative writer, like a fiction. So but I still think I probably could, <laughs> to I mean, be honest. To be honest, James, your last
0: bollock could write a better story than David Cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're, yeah, you're, you're right. Hey, a trigger, Sean, there's think, quite an so. emotional story. I don't know what I was thinking <laughs> in, like, in the message recently. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What would If I could be a producer, director, writer, etc. cetera, role See, for, for a for game, me, studio. See, for me, because
1: I move over to the next thing so quickly, <laughs> I'll be on a lot of jobs. Like, yeah, community manager for Epic. No, for PUBG. No, for Apex. No, for fuck's sake. You see, the the problem with this question is like,
0: obviously, I want to, I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, what would I, what would, like, what would I love to work on? But, but inevitably, whatever I end up working on, I'm spoiling it for myself. Like, oh, yeah, I'd love to work on, like, I don't know, Dragon's Dogma 2, I'd get Capcom to, make it, Capcom to make Dragon's Dogma 2. But then I would know what happens in Dragon's Dogma 2. It wouldn't be a surprise to me. I wouldn't get to just play Dragon's Dogma 2 as a game
1: that just arrives you wouldn't in my get to life. Play it, and but you'd have like the enjoyment of like creating something that people love and, you know, I guess creating art that but I'd, rather, appreciate. I'd
0: rather just be a consumer of Dragon's Dogma 2. Do you know what I mean? Like it'd have to be, I don't know. Something I'm not that arsed about. Get me i uh, tell you what, I'll go and work for EA and I'll write um the next uh, FIFA Fee for the Journey episode. We
1: well, need to play the previous one, Sean. <laughs> How do, could you possibly yeah.
0: I, I could just write that anyway to be honest? Actually it, think, would be I, it, it would be great. I think I'd write a really you, good football story. There's nothing
1: about football to write a football story. Is it exactly. what, what's that band? Like is it the Shags and like the stories oh, yeah, that have yeah, yeah, never yeah. heard music or some rubbish? Sounds yeah. horrible actually. Yeah, <laughs> you should do that. You should definitely do that. You should do it anyway and just put it out on Twitter. So here's yeah. the story for the next journey.
0: Although it would just be that, um, oh, who was it who did that football game that did you know, but oh, knew yeah. nothing about football. Is it Behold yeah, the Kickman or something? it's
1: all really like, oh, the kick boots. Actually, uh, that yeah. stuff really fucked me off. <laughs> uh, actually, is it, okay, I think, is it Dan Hat. Oh yeah, is as that, in uh, yeah,
0: Ben there and Dan that yeah, yeah. Dan I forget his full name. But yeah. Like at first, it was like
1: yeah, yeah he, he created this football game for some. He, I think he doesn't like football. He doesn't know about it, and it's like yeah. and it looked really, the demo looked really cool. It's loads of like you charge up with shots, and it actually looked really nice. But then most yeah. is like, oh, you, you did the kick boot of the in in. It's just all be like a oh, snarky football. You see, yeah, like I sort of done my nutting actually.
0: I don't do football, but at the end of the day, yeah, that sort of sense of humour. It's like look we've got that Adam and Joe song. It's about 25 years old now. <laughs> that's all we need. But it's still that. brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, it is. But like that that was the first and last word on that brand of humour. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I reckon I could write a really good story about... Because the current... Isn't the current, the journey like it finishes, right? In the the most recent one, that, that's done and dusted, right? I think James? I forget... I forget the guy's name. Which one? What? My name? No.
1: Well, We know your name, journey? James. journey. It's about the guy in the journey. What, Alexander? Yeah, yeah, that's
0: the one. So his story's done yeah, now, His, right? his story's okay, finished, Okay, so yeah. I can write a new one about a new guy um, yeah. becoming a famous footballer. Well, what did football a new guy's or name or be? spin-off about his sister.
2: Sorry, that was spoilers. Oh, but spin-off you know, about
0: his sister. sister. No, he's he's his now. sister yeah. plays football as well, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could write that. Easy.
1: Well, get it done for next week, and we'll read it out on the show. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, that's it for questions. If you want to leave us a tweet, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, and that's it for the show. Um, we're streaming because you may have heard that tonight. Yeah. If listeners yeah. are Wednesday, I'm streaming Resident Evil Two at 9 p.m. Watch me have a genuine breakdown. I'm not putting it on. I'm having a genuine breakdown. Uh, that's tonight <laughs> at nine on Twitch.tv/slash The Computer Game Show. Or, uh, if you want to watch James play Deadly Feminition, that's Wednesday, that's Friday at nine also on Twitch I'm back for Blub on Sundays Sunday at 9 and Sean uh, plays any old game at this rate because they're all changing left right. any old games <laughs> Tuesday at 9pm all that's on twitch.tv slash computer game show if you don't watch it live you can watch the um, the, uh, the the recorded versions on a YouTube channel just search for the computer game show on YouTube um, back to Twitch a few grams in Prime you also have Twitch Prime and with that you get one free subscription a month and we'd really appreciate it if you Gave us your subscription, so just go to our Twitch channel, give us a free sub, we'd mega appreciate that.
0: Yeah, um,
1: for sure, yeah. Uh, uh, links to all our other social mm-hmm. channels are pinned to top of our Twitter account. Just go to at Computing on Twitter. There's links to our Discord, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest. Um, Apple Podcast Reviews are the last thing I'm going to mention. It takes two seconds if you're in the area. Why not give us a review because they really do help. Uh, that's about it. I can't think, I, think, I don't think I've forgotten anything. I think I said yeah, it, yeah. Nice
0: wicked right uh i'm gonna go to bed um uh thanks for letting us be natural cheers thank you goodbye